you ready to party? Let's go. Chan Lux, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure to have you. Hell yeah. You, you came here by way of Mark Seviano Jr., who has previously been on the podcast. People can't see I'm pointing to him. Yeah. Like, fucking everyone can he's see him right now. Yeah. yeah. He's over yeah. here in the corner. Um, but, dude, we thank you so much for coming. And you can't, you don't live here in Cali. Where do you live? I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Let's go. Yeah, Brian. yeah. So I'm actually planning to make the move. Um, oh. I, yeah, yeah. I've been elevating my career, ready to ready to get things going. So um, I'm actually here for a month, just checking it out, getting every. So that's the, why you came out. Exactly. I see. Okay, so you grew up, that's where you were born and raised. That's where I was born and raised. And then what made you come out here? Um, L.A., man. You can uh, move the mic closer to your... Yeah. There um, you go. Perfect. Yeah. L.A., man. Um, you know, the all the opportunities, city of dreams. Um, I, I've, I was at a point where I had all the opportunities that I could. I was starting to gain some ground in my music and stuff. And um, at that point, I was like, where do I want to have my roots? And, um, and where am I going to get the most bang for my buck? So at that point, I'm like, LA's the choice. Oh, man. I need some. I need some competition. I want to be working against the greatest because that's gonna allow me to sharpen my my tools and stuff. I like it, dude. Yeah, that's, that's a, awesome. a smart man. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, okay, please. so um, when did you start getting into music, or did you learn an instrument as a kid first, and then kind of get into singing, or how how did that work? At Whitney Houston, you were singing in church. Someone no. found you, or what, dude? <laughs> man, I was playing tuba. <laughs> 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 tuba. I was playing tuba. Oh, man. Um, hey, trumpet, dude. Let's go. Dude. Hey, yes, Wind sir. Yes, sir. Man. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. That's right. That's Hell right. yeah. Um, so uh, when I was in when I was in middle school, they made us choose either chorus or band. Um, I went into I went into the band thing. I did the tuba. But but really, what got me into music, man, is um, my mom. She played um, piano and she sang at church. I love it. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, very, very inspiring. So you were singing uh, with her as a kid at home all the time, huh? All the time. Was it gospel or all oldies, all that? It was, uh, yeah, it was It was some Aretha Franklin. It oh, was, man. Yeah. I grew up yeah. the same way. Okay, so so everybody knows our man Chan Lux here. Uh, we're both mixed, right? Mm-hmm. We got that good skin. Yes, sir. Right, let's give it up again, man. Them good genetics. <laughs> Poor Sam. Wow. Sorry, bro. Yes. Yeah. I was like, wow. Uh, Sam, you got it too, Sam. You good, man. We got the best of hey, both worlds. Our skin is just... Yeah, it's just, it's it's just right. one or the other. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's black or white. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm actually Dutch and Lebanese, so I should hold up for most of my life. But yeah. But I feel you, dude. You look good. Hey, yeah. thanks, man. I appreciate it. Is We're filling up all the gray area. Yeah, dude. Just covering all spectrums. Yeah, exactly. Is your mom African? African American and your dad's Caucasian. That's right. Hell Just yeah. like you, Same right? Here, bro. Yeah. So we're my the mom, rare, rare breed. Yeah, dude. My mom played piano too. Okay. And she always sang oldies. That's oh. how I grew up doing music. So I did music for a while, um, touring around playing in the Christian realm okay. and writing and stuff. But um, I was kind of like, Ugh. I saw some stuff. It wasn't for me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here. I'm doing yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah. I got but that. I got that. They over good. there doing the girdles, the gurgles, yeah. and all the all the weird warm up <laughs> routines and stuff. Well, the best is when I, like this one time a pastor I. We were in the back in the green room. I can hear him cussing out one of his helpers, whoever came to help. Thanks. And then he came in, hey, I'm going to pray for you guys. We're going to get this started for the world. Oh, like, nah. Bro, get the... Turns it off. Oh, turns it off. Yeah, you see the switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're back. I was yeah. like, yeah. you know, that's just too much for me, man. I can't yeah. do that. You're either in or you're out, bro. Like, be the real deal or, or fucking get out of here. Yeah, yeah. For me, dude. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, man. So um, so, so, my mom, she really inspired me. She kind of got me, got my feet wet a little bit. Um, we would always just be doing some music stuff. And, and when I was, when I was about 15, 
um, I had the breakup and I was like, where can I express myself and and have an outlet? And that was that was the time that was like my coming in moment to music a where w- I, a woman. Yeah, a was woman. Really? A woman. A woman. They don't get you every time, bro. Every time, every time. <laughs> Doesn't that seem super co- like that seems like there's like a uh, like a life position change, right? So a relationship exactly. and then all of a sudden it's like how do you express, you know, without going nuts, you know, putting it exactly. down to words or, you know, singing or coming up with a tune or whatever. That's sick, man. 100%. And that's like the real. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like even artists today like like popular ones, you know, it's like when the beginning, you know, there's songs that are like raw you know, and you can yes. feel it, you know, as that opposed to as there. they go forward. Not that they're bad, but you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. it's like, you know, you're trying to find that, you know, uh, motivation. Yeah, um, yeah. Some of the best artists, they got that grit. Yeah. You hear it in their right. voice when they're singing. You can feel it. Yeah. You know? That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So do you, do you still know that song, your first one you wrote? Um, I know, I know the title of it. Okay, I know, okay. I know the place that I was you don't have at. To say when it, I, dude, I just, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's got to be a special thing, you know, where like you put it down to words, and you're like, oh shit, I, I got something here. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? and it was such a genuine place. Like I, um, yeah, I, I was, I was really big into some Taylor Swift. Um, she's a good writer. She's a great. Writer. She's a good writer. She's, she's a, great. a great writer. She's very good at what she does. Yeah. Yeah. She's very she's... good at breakup songs. I would never yeah. date her. <laughs> I would never date Taylor Swift. Because you're gonna end up yeah. on a song. You could be a number one hit, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. one way to get popular. Too, yeah. You know? You're like, it was me. Fuck. So you have a lot of haters on your <laughs> yeah. side. I guess you. someone's gonna know all your dirt, dude. Yeah. yeah. Everything. All your the price dirt. you pay, dog. The price you pay. Yeah. And they're gonna stand on her side. They're oh, gonna stand on her side. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you have to say. This is like a whole other side so we get into i'm just gonna cut it off right yeah. here boys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can go with this so hard right now absolutely um it's not a bad okay thing. no it's not a bad thing, thing. <laughs> so taylor swift who are some other of your um influences yeah yeah so um uh one republic i love some one republic um especially their first album when they were kind of like you know they went from like you you've never heard of this of this band to everybody's like listening to them especially their song apology um, it, it was that that was like a really inspirational time for me. Um, them with some other rock bands like Avenged Sevenfold, some Slipknot. Let's go. You listen yeah. to Slipknot? I listen to Slipknot. No way, dude. Yeah. Okay, respect. respect. Yeah, yeah. See, respect, you got a respect. wide range going on here. Yeah. Because I tell everyone yeah. that too. I'm like, well, what genre of music do you like? And I tell them, I'm not. I just I like what sounds good because yes. for me music is a universal language. Yes, we may not speak the same language as far as being from a different part of the world. Yes, but when you hear a good song, yes. you, you know it's a good song, and everyone starts moving. You just know, and yes. everyone's in on it, dude. Yeah, you when know? it when it speaks from an emotion, oh, that, yeah. it, everyone everyone has emotions. That's yeah. that's that's the communication right there. Yeah, yeah, oh, I love that, dude. Yeah, yeah. So Avenged Sevenfold, One Republic, Slipknot. Um, I love some guys like Chris Brown, the the typical Michael Jackson, Justin Timberlake. I got you. What about yeah. Bruno Mars, man? Yeah, Bruno Mars a little bit, a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah, I, I I didn't get on him until the um until his his song Grenade, and uh, yeah yeah. Just I'll a tell you what, bit. dude. Chris Brown's got a hell of a roundhouse kick, dude. Oh, does he? You watch that guy dance? He'll jump in the air and flip and swing his leg oh, yeah. around. I'm like, dude, he's the next Chuck Norris, bro. Yeah, Chris yeah. Brown. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were segueing to Rihanna. Oh I was like, no. no. Oh, no. I'm no. just kidding. Quick Wait. hold. <laughs> like, pause. Yeah. No. yeah. Commercial break. Eight nine barbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like no. Yeah. But that's cool. Dude. Chris Brown's yeah, a talented guy. Chris Brown's a definitely a talented guy. I actually had a lot of inspiration from him in my 
once I decided this was the genre that I wanted to go towards and he was in R&B, he, he was kind of like a driving force in that stuff. Uh, Bruno Mars actually came a little bit later. Um, once he came out with the um, Versace on the floor and the, uh, oh, the 24 yeah. karat gold. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, I'm the, I'm the same. I didn't really start listening until then. Because he just kind of came out of nowhere and was just like this sexy dude. I was like, what? What right. was that? What just happened? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's Who moving. I'm like, damn. Yeah, son. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And he did the, um, what year did he do the Super Bowl? Do you guys remember? Um, I can't remember. Uh, that was a hell of a performance. That was probably like 10 years ago, maybe. Was it really 10 years ago? Probably within, yeah, maybe 8 to 10. Holy shit. Yeah, he's we're a old, old. Yeah, we're, Damn. Yeah, like, All of uh, us. <laughs> 10 years already? Yeah. <laughs> but dude, that guy puts on a show. Yeah. No doubt. Oh, he doesn't he's, stop moving. He's unconventional. Yeah. He, he's he's yeah. not afraid to uh, to get outside the box and, and truly like speak on some art, which is really, really inspiring. Yeah. Really, yeah. really inspiring. He's a hell of a performer. I, um, there's two people that live that I've noticed don't stop moving. It's Bruno Mars and Justin Timberlake. Yes. They are constantly, well, Chris Martin too, Coldplay. That guy never stopped moving. But Oh, yeah, yeah. As far as like art, like artists, solo artists, mm-hmm. dude, Justin Timberlake and Bruno Mars are always moving on stage. I'm yeah. like, damn, dude. And you're still singing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Holy crap. Justin Timberlake is known for his performance. Oh, dude. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's Hell, known as one of the top guys. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever listen to Prince? I didn't listen to Prince that much. It just, I mean, if you like that kind of music, like watch some of his live performance performances. Cause really? like, dude, that guy, like he's obviously a throwback, right? Yeah, you know, right, popular right. in the eighties and stuff. And like right. kind of had like a similar tune throughout his musical career. But dude, this guy plays every instrument like dialed. He's a, and he's a, a very, performer, you know, wow, and yeah. like dancing and everything. It's like, I kind of feel like, you know, him, Michael Jackson, like these are like, they all kind of paved the way for that new wave R&B. Like, yeah, no mix question. it up, you know what I mean? No question. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Prince is, he's a well-trained musician too. And that's why he always kind of made a stink of some of the new pop artists getting uh, like artists of the year and all that because he's like they didn't even write their music I write all my own yeah, and yes. perform all the instruments yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like bro and he was one geez. of the yeah. he was one of the first people to like really like say you know screw the system and oh go yeah against, he stepped you know, up he absolutely yeah. is yeah he's kind of with a, his whole rebranding and everything yeah. it was just the symbol right yeah. it wasn't Prince any longer the farmer or far, uh, my god I can't talk artist formerly known as Prince yeah it's a mouthful to say but yeah, I get yeah, it I get where yeah. it's coming from uh, you know 100%, what I mean? yeah <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely um you know, everybody's got their different philosophies on on music, especially especially when it comes to, you know, you got to do everything. You got to do the production, the songwriting, uh you got to be the vocalist. There's no auto-tune, you know. Oh, at a, dude, no. Yeah, no, at a certain point in 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 my perspective, I think that it's all at the connection point, you know. Mm-hmm. You can you can make whatever kind of music you want and if people want to listen to it, they listen to it. But um but it, it's got to come from an emotional state. That's you, the only yeah. way you can connect people. Yeah, you want you know? a connection. Yeah, if it's not a genuine song, if it's, you know, you can you can have a, a singer who's got 10, um, 15 different songwriters and, and two guys who produce it and somebody who mixes and master it and... And um, yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's art, you know. You, if you want a good masterpiece, you get multiple opinions, you know. Mm-hmm. And and um, and yeah, so I, I think it's I think it's very interesting to see people's philosophies. But um, as long as it's coming from an emotional place, man, music is music. We could uh, we could go back and forth on the philosophy of things, you know. So when did you? Uh, is, did you have you released a single or you have a full record out? I've released a single. Um, okay. When did that release? Yes. So that that released in September. 
Um, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. So, um, yeah. Thank you, man. Thank yeah, you, man. It's huge. So, um, so let me back it up for you. Yeah. Um, so a- after 15, I, I did the songwriting thing and, um, I continued in sports. Um, my family, we all, we all grew up in sports and, and, um, it was kind of like a, a discipline thing. This is where you learn how to, how you, how you get what you want. You were fast, huh? I was fast. I fucking see it, dude. Yeah, God I was damn fast. it. I'm not even gonna lie. I was I was fast. Yeah, I, I did corner. I was a cornerback, and, yeah. and um, yeah, I had to keep up with the with the fast dogs, so I had to get fast myself. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. Um, I, I grew up in sports, and eventually, once I got to college, I, I played college ball, and um, I had a shot at the league. The COVID thing happened. It, it kind of curbed my chances, and I had a, I had a choice. Oh, man. Yeah, I had a choice, and my choice was: Do I wait another year when the COVID thing is done, and I keep training, and I, I keep going towards the NFL thing with my agent, or do I do I pivot and do I start my career in what I really want to do? And the entire time, what I really wanted to do was music. I love it. Yeah, and so um, so you had some talent. I got I got some talent. I'm not gonna oh. lie. But but it it comes from a place of working at it, you know. Absolutely, it wasn't That's, out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly, you put time in. exactly. With with sports, you learn that there are some people that are just ahead of you, and what what really matters is how hard you work at it, how much time you put into it. God, it's not good with anything in life. I was just gonna yeah. say, yeah. Oh, like it's, God, man. but you know, it's like something you're constantly going to apply to every step in the future for your career, for whatever is motivating you. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. especially you played football. Like football is a tough sport. You know, especially growing up in it, hell week, dealing with it. I understand. Hell week. Yeah, dude. Yeah, them I feel camps. You, man. Yeah, I'll beat Sheesh. you up for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like such a good learning mechanism for the rest of your life because now you know whenever you feel like, oh, fuck all this, I want to give up. You don't. You exactly. Know I mean? Exactly. And like, you just keep applying that. And so I'm sure... You know, a hundred percent. You know, it's it's hella high water. You either you either going <laughs> the coaches is going to put you in and you are going to do well, or you're not, and you're going to be responsible for that. Bro, I didn't know um, how I didn't realize how cutthroat professional football actually in college too. Yeah. Until I I watched Hard Knocks when yes. it first came out. Whatever year that was was it 2012 when it first came out? 2013. Yeah. Uh, for a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, been around for a little bit. It was like probably about ten years. Yeah. yeah the, Which I, team? I, I wanted, was it the Dolphins? Was I one? I think it was Dol- was one of the first teams I ever followed. Yeah. Okay. I remember watching. Okay. You know, as a kid, you think, "Oh, I want to be a professional yeah. football player, or whatever." It's got to be fun to be a part of a team. Oh, yeah. you go! I was like, "Stupid money!" Damn, dude, they are ruthless in there. Yeah. Hey, um, come on, let's do this. Talk a little bit. So. You're not going to work here anymore. Yeah. We don't yeah. need you. But, dude, you have great heart. Keep pursuing what you're doing. Yeah. We love your look and what you're doing. Get your paycheck at Human Resources. Leave your yeah. clinics. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's pretty much. Good luck. Hope you didn't sign a, a, a 12-year contract for your apartment. Dude, Hopefully. I know. Good luck with that. I, I had no idea. I yeah. Maybe that's just being dumb, innocent, or whatever. But I just didn't know how that world worked. No, it's it's cutthroat. Yeah, and then it when I watched that, throat. like my heart went out. I had to stop watching because I felt so bad for these guys. Because I'm thinking... Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, what if it's something else? What if it's another dream, like owning your own business, being a firefighter, being in the military? And they're like, hey, you know what? You know, you've been here for a couple of days. You're done. You're fired. We don't need you anymore. We're yeah. like, crushed. Yeah. What, do I, what am I going to do now? Yeah. It's, it's a toss-up. Oh, my yeah. God. But, but you, know, you know, when you when you love something enough, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're going to do what it takes. And, and you know, an injury is, an injury is another story, but, um, but, but you know, there's going to be all types of risks in life. And at that point, it's just like, do I love this thing enough that I might have to deal with that? Yeah. yeah you know, that's the, yeah. the competition is so, so like, it's so thin once you get at the top, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like, you think, you know, figure all, you know, whatever sport you play, just figure when you were a kid, 
right? There's always like one guy that everyone in the league knows about and they're so awesome. And then that's like the top percent of the area. Now they move up, you go to high school. Now it's still maybe one or two on each team. And then that goes up to college and there's so many college teams. And then you think at the very end, it's like the difference of being an elite player and being an awesome player, like just very good. It's nuance. Yeah. It's it's like, okay, you might, you know, if we're going football corner, right, you might have a better turn to the inside or you, you, you know, you have a better read on the ball, reading guys. And yeah. then that split second of being able to know when you throw your hand up or not makes you five or six million dollars a year more so than someone who's now looking for a job. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's great. I don't have a lot of experience in football, but the baseball realm, you know, is kind of, kind of similar with my family and stuff. But okay. Okay. Um, but so seeing people go through that. It's you really are making that commitment. So that I think that that's really great that like, you know, obviously, yeah, dude, you know, it would have been sick to play pro sports. But at the same time, like understanding at a certain age where you're at, you're like, look, you know, your risk versus gain, right? You know, exactly. I can go out there. I can throw myself out there, especially football. You're you're dancing with the devil, dude. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you're one weird hit away from Being not up. walking right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you're thinking, well, I'm pretty good at the music stuff, and I want to be, you know, an artist, and you know, however that means, you know, whether it's singing or dancing, whatever, whatever the case is. Exactly. You know, well, singing or dancing. Singing or dancing. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. No, no, no. no that. You're good. No, you're no, just no. talking about Chris Brown, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? Some entertainment but what, industry. But what I'm sure. getting is that that you don't want to be able to not be able to move correctly. You know. I mean, so when yeah. you when you realize that, I think that that's awesome that you can gain the experience. You know, you play in college or wherever you're going, and you get as much as you can out of it in life. But when you know it's ready to take the next step, you take the next step. A hundred percent. That's that's cool, dude. And you I'll know? go even further and say that um, concussions, man. You want to have your head straight, dude. and that's one of the biggest things in football. Well, th think think about yeah. it. Like, like, I played football all the way up through, like, high school. Uh -huh. You know, okay. so I'm not – I didn't go to college or anything like that, and that yeah. was, like, I'm more of a baseball player. But thinking, like, dude, how many times you get smashed, and they're just like, get up. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, no one knew what CTE was. No one had a real oh, they didn't bearing care. of like long term head injuries with how you think or process or yeah. deal with things. Yeah. And, you know, I just got, I always think back where I'm like, God, there were so many times where for sure I was concussed. Mm, yeah. But I didn't yeah. want to look like a bitch on oh, the field. Yeah. So you know I what they, get call up. That? they call that a ringer. They were just like, ah, it's just a ringer. Just keep yeah. going. You'll yeah. be straight. When you're hearing the bells for yeah. about 10 minutes and you're thinking, I don't know what he just said, but. Right. I'm pretty sure I got the play. Let's go. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man! Oh, look at Aaron Hernandez, dude. Did you, have you seen that documentary? Huh? Aaron Hernandez, uh, Aaron oh, Hernandez of the Patriots. What's that called? I think it's called the. It's called the Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. Or yeah, it's okay. on. It's they, on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's on Netflix. Really they, because you know he was with tight end, right? Tight end, like for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he like, the one who okay. like, committed that murder. Yeah, but they talk about CT at the end. They did a uh, what autopsy on his brain. Mm -hmm. He had like the most severe form they'd ever seen. Wow. Yeah, he's a young man, too. I mean, that doesn't excuse killing somebody. Right, right. But he had a really bad form of it, of uh, CTE going on. Yeah. You could at least make the argument that it had something to do with his inability to understand, like, empathy with human life. Right. right. You know what I right. mean? So, like, not, and I'm not saying that he, dude, he murders, he actually might have murdered more than one person. Um, it's in the documentary. Okay, but uh, I'm gonna have to watch it. Dude, oh, you got well, you, I mean, you, you know. got some time in your hand, bro. Put that yeah, on. Yeah, 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 all right, bet. It's bet. just a good listen, man. The guy's got a crazy upbringing, and you know, just but like an elite level guy from a young kid's age. Like, so he was always like the shit. Like every time, but 
crazy oh, work ethic, that. you know, kind of. And then it was on the Patriots, like at the same time, like a Gronkowski, right? So it's like everyone okay. knows that name. But Hernandez was kind of like the shadow of him, but like better. Like, I mean, then just as far as numbers go, I mean, he was a top oh. five guy for years. And, wow. you know, then all of a sudden it was like, I mean, this is, I don't want to ruin it too much, spoiler alert, but he's talking about how, like, he dude, this guy was going back and forth to court, like, trying to prove that he wasn't a murderer. Uh. And then he was showing up on Sunday and fucking having a great game. Oh. Yeah, like, shit. it was like, so this dude oh. can just be able to take these, like, I mean, look, I look at it this way. If I was in that situation, I'd be very nervous. Right, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be like, I'd be okay, I'm yeah. probably yeah. gonna go to jail forever because I'm gonna kill this guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But then because he just, knows it, he knows I just it. turn it off. Like like you're like the 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 pastor or whatever you're talking right. about. Like right. you can just sit there and be like, "Fucking get your shit together." All right, put your hands in and pray, everybody. We're gonna start from the top. Yeah. You know what I mean. But just yeah. being able to shut that off, I think that that's like one of those like. Um, well, what do they call it? Like a sociopath, right? Is like uh, oh, right. you have like zero empathy for your surroundings. Yeah. So whether that's in a emotions. good way or bad way, in this case, it was, it was bad. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. But going back to the CTE, it's like, you know, they're finding all this stuff out more and more and more. And it's like, it's just crazy. Because yeah. you think about how many people have been playing that way for that long. Yeah. So, well, the, and NFL does not want that out. No. NFL doesn't want that <sighs> no. at all. Have you, well, have you all ever seen um, Concussion? Yeah, with oh, Will Smith. God. Yes, I have not. It's awesome. it hurts. Oh. Good, was his right? accent believable to you? Uh, it was. It was I believe it. Was, it. I it was there. It. Yeah, there was just sometimes I'm like, I don't know, because it's Will Smith. You're like, yeah. Mm. I told myself I was like, you know what? I like Will. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna give it to him. But he was yeah. uh, just uh, anyone listening. Um, it was he was from another country, correct? But he was like a brain surgeon, or like uh, I think just he's like from Africa, correct? Yeah. He was yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. He was African, and his accent was. It was, uh, you know, it was okay. Yeah, what do you think, James? It was, it was okay. You're, you're, I mean, yeah, you over here looking at, at, at them, you know? I'm over here. I'm the African, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 11%, according to Ancestry, man. Uh, yeah. That's right, baby. That's I right. know, we should have asked Sam, dude. You're yeah. so dark, I couldn't no. see you in the corner, right. goddamn. Oh, oh. <laughs> I see black-ass curtains. Don't go like that. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> That's classic, Tim. That's classic. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> I'm like, don't oh. make Sam angry, dude. No, I'll push <laughs> it. He knows I love him. You gotta, you gotta roast him back or something. You gotta clap back or he something. Knows yeah. He's just gonna go. Dude, yeah. did you see the post I put up with Sam today? I did. Dude? It was great. Yeah, I was like, I want to highlight my boy, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's got to know the team, dude. I'm grateful. Yeah. Let's go, man. The women commenting, dude. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, That's what good. I can't wait to read. Yeah. I'm like, go get it. It's a hashtag and there says single somewhere. Okay, yeah. hashtag single. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Rochelle? <clears throat> All right, let's keep going here. Yeah, but um, but uh, concussion was was at a point where they were like, the NFL is trying to suppress this as much as they can, and now this movie came out, and now everybody's realizing it. Y'all can't hold this back anymore. No, no. Yeah. All for the pr- for the price of what winning. Yeah. More fan, you know, it's like for what, dude? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't what? seem worth it. To, I mean, well, some guys might be the billions, but yeah. well, look, at a certain point, you have to say like, okay. As an individual, if you want to subject yourself to the game, right? Like, okay, it's football, right? Just like rugby's rugby or any other contact basketball. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to say when you go get a board, you can't throw your elbows around and clear people off you. You know what I mean? Like, these are, you can't impact the game that much. However, I do think it's good for like youth sports. You know what I mean? So it's like when you have these like very important times where like brain production. 
production. I was going to say growth, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Matter, but you see where I'm going with yeah, it, right? So these like important times. So you got like peewee football players like eight, nine years old, and they're just Doing lighting each other stuff. up. Yeah. So that I understand of being like, hey, look, you know, let's wait till like high school. Yeah. You know I mean? Like it's like full contact, you know, learn the plays, learn the game, get good at that part, and then you teach hitting a little bit later. You know, I mean, yeah. I just because because the reality is, is that like when that stuff, especially when that was coming out, it was coming out hot. Right. And the NFL was like, uh, they're trying to figure things out to change the rules a little bit. Definitely. But at the same time, it's like, how do you change the rules and keep the game? Yeah. That game specifically. I mean, honestly, at a certain point, you can't avoid it. Right. And and at that point, I think that's where the NFL is coming from is like. Man, at a certain point, if if they're gonna if this is gonna be a bad thing, then this could be a possibility that we have to get rid of the NFL or we got to rethink how we play the game and stuff. Yeah, and and yeah, I definitely agree with you. At a certain point, you gotta you 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 make that conscious effort and you make that conscious commitment to say, all right, this is a possibility. Yeah, like like I, I gotta accept that, and I'm gonna do everything that I can, and and hopefully I got the right equipment and stuff, but. But I got to accept what it is. Like, I got to know my risks and yeah. stuff, you know? And let's be real, dude. The NFLs can probably purchase a country, right? Yeah. I mean, they got that so much yeah. money. You know, I feel like that's when you need to have, like, the the contracts or, like, the medical portions of it where it's, like, you know, for brain injuries, mental health, things like that, you'd pick up the pace a little bit on that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like there's ways that you can protect people long-term and early, and still have the entertainment 100%. from the game because that's what's selling it, you know? And it's like, look, at the end of the day, you're not going to make everybody happy, but it's like it's good to raise awareness. It's good to protect people. It's good to help people. But if you want to still play football, because let's be real, every I would say 99% of the players on the field, like, would I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you've worked your ass off your entire life to get to this position. You're making a, you know, you're making, not everyone's making a couple million a year, but there's a lot of guys Stupid making a lot money. of money. Yeah. And some yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, at a certain point, it's like, that's the risk versus gain. Yeah. You know, I made it this far. Like, I'm, right. I'm suiting up, baby. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, okay, I got a question for you guys then. What's up? Just just hear me out. Okay. We're going to get back. Don't worry. We're going to get back to the whole top music. Okay. Baby. okay. Right now, the NFL offers you both 20 million dollars 20 million dollars okay to go play three professional nfl football games live on sunday you're the fucking tight end mm. and they're like you make undersized. it work would you do it okay so if you're like no, right here, now you answer first dude. right now they said 20 uh, million dollars me. <laughs> yeah okay. uh, 20, hear me out 20 million dollars tax-free but we need you to play three games as tight end like, but three consecutive Sundays because you're being yes. on the same team. Oh, yeah, so same three team. Sundays in a row. You twenty million dollars and play. And are you going to start? Oh yeah, twenty million dollars. You're on the line, dude. Ooh, my my every, first every... question to the coach would be like, "Do you want to lose?" <laughs> because if, like I'm not I'm not a small person, but I am severely small as a tight end in the NFL. These guys are Jordan, juggernauts. I love your honesty. I wouldn't say shit. I'd be like, "What do you need?" Oh no no no! What are we, what are we doing? Like I don't, like I, I would I would lie. I'm like no, we got this. We're gonna win. I fucking I can hold this on my shoulders right yeah. now. My Twenty million dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. Win or lose. Win or lose, dude. Yeah. My simple proposal would be like, yeah, of course I want the money. I'll go out there with no pads on, and you can just beat me up until I pass out. I'm good with that. That's twenty million cash rate. That'd be like saying like, look, if you would you fight, 
vintage Mike Tyson in his prime Ooh, for fifteen million dollars. So, and that's a, that's a different topic. Bet your ass okay. I'd step in there. That's different. Have you? I mean, yeah, it's different. Have you seen him fucking punch? Yeah, of course, <laughs> bro. You're he will knock you into eternity. <laughs> There's no way your jaw's coming back. I'm okay with that. I think for twenty million dollars. For twenty million dollars. I, I don't know, boys. That's a fucking. That's tough a lot one, of money, dude. You're set for life. I that's, don't that's know. It. That's but, it. But you're taking a hit from. My, have you seen him train and punch Mike Tyson? Yeah. It's oh scary. my god. Yeah. It's, it'd be terrifying. But it's what scary. I'm, but what I'm no saying I would, is, I would, I would probably die. I would go Jordan. It's twenty million dollars. <laughs> what the fuck else are you gonna do to make twenty million on the spot? Look, they need you get a whole you. new body for twenty million dollars. I walk in, yeah. I'd be like, do I get time to cut? Because I'd probably look. I'd try to look as best I could, and then I'd just go in there and pretend like I was gonna fight him, and then let him, you know, oh not let God. him because he's gonna do it either way, whether I want to or not. But you know, just eat eat a big one for him, you oh. know, from Mike, and it would be like a legendary experience. You got knocked out by Mike Tyson. You'd be like, "There's only a there's a finite amount of people that that's happened to." Yeah, I don't know. You gonna lose? Damn, you lose all son. your teeth, all yeah. your teeth are gone. The <laughs> jaw is out of place. No, dude, the, you got a mouthpiece face. in. The Man. Just wearing gloves. I mean, if it was a street Bro. fight with Mike Tyson, I'd say no. Bro. You know when he go when he goes to fight and he's not smoking his weed, he wants to kill somebody. Yeah, he is in full killer mode. Yeah, yeah. he I've sees red. Yeah, I'm like he sees red. Nah, man, I can't. Like he would not. He would punch you into 88 miles an hour. Then you would go back to the future with Marty McFly, and you would never fucking come <laughs> it's back. Like, it's your kids, Marty. <laughs> like you're, you're fucking done. You're done, yeah. dude. There's no way. Now the NFL thing, I'm in. I because you know why they you would say helmets. hike, and I'd be like. Just fucking hit me. I'm getting $20 million whether we win or lose, dude. Yeah. Rough me up. It it's, is what it is. It's 10 others. Yeah, exactly. It's 10 others. No, I, I would do it. Opposite <sighs> side. I would do it. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I would probably do it. For $20 million, yeah, you can... For three games? Damn. Now, I if know. it was three years, that might be different. I couldn't do three years. I, yeah. I wouldn't make it out alive, dude. What team would you pick? Man, I'm playing for the best one. Yeah, right. yeah, I, I might, I might go with. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Tom Brady in his prime. I'm gonna play on that team because, because oh, at least, at least they had some dumps. They had some some flies and some drags where you probably you know do. you're not getting hit as much. Yeah, dude, you actually would probably end up being pretty good because no one would think they'd throw it to you. You end up getting some production, and you're like, he actually went six for 40 in a touchdown. Yeah. And I was like, he had a good game. <laughs> right, right, right. Just have like a total swish up. Yeah, next they can't you know, expect dude, anything. You're, you're signing an extension with the Patriots, and you're like, what the fuck? Dude, oh, I'll eat some, so I'll eat some linebackers up. I'll eat some up. I believe, I'll, yeah. I'll give them some moves and everything. I did the Bengals, dude. The Bengals? Yeah. Why? Because they're so shitty. <laughs> You know, I feel like the pain wouldn't be as bad on the shittiest team. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're going number one right now. You're going to get fucked up, dude. Like, you're the number one team. Everyone wants to kill you. True. You know what I'm saying? True. If I True. come out on the shittiest team, I'm like, ah, you know, fuck, they're going to lose anyway. Yeah. You know, let's, let's just ease up on them a little bit. They're just like, this is the highlight game. We're just, we're just going to we're gonna have our pros. We're going to have our ones go for a few plays. And Sam. Then. Sam, you know what I'm saying, right? Yes, yes, I do. And I wanted to comment actually on Jordan on the, on, on the whole Tyson thing. Um, I was watching this podcast, and I forget, I think, it was, uh, I think it was William Shatner was asking him, like, what was your pre-fight like, regimen? And he said, I used to cry before every fight. Because the guy that I was going to turn into was going to be a monster, and I didn't like that guy. Oh my I god! Hated that guy. And William Shatner said, "You used wow. to cry, like really." And he, he he totally like you felt the empathy. Like he, wow. used to, he said specifically, "I turned into somebody else, and I did not like that person." That's and, terrifying. But I went out there and I just did what I had to do. You know. So wow. yeah, I, I I don't I I, I get you, Jordan. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. yeah. 
But it would kind of oh. be a legendary thing when you're like, what happened? You're like, well, someone offered me $20 million to fight Mike Tyson. I said, I'm can in. You, can right, you right. imagine all the memes you would end up on? I'd be all oh. the memes, you at least for a week. Trending on Twitter. <laughs> no, for years. <laughs> like, coming into Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Trending on Twitter. <laughs> Tuesday. It'd be a fucking <laughs> calendar with the same picture, but it'd be like, put a Christmas hat on me or some shit. Fuck. Oh, dude. man. That's wild. I'd be really afraid. That's, yeah. that's terrifying. I like tape. That's terrifying information. You said that he cried. Yeah. Like Every that's time. that's the the mental anguish where he like he wants to hurt you. Like it's not like, you know, bo- I mean I'm I'm not a boxer. So I'm not speaking on behalf of boxers. My assumption is being a very big fight fan is that they're able to turn that on and off. But like it's a it's it's sportsmanship. For the mo- I mean there's a, there's guys, you know, or like the MMA stuff where guys are talking shit, things like that where they get all fired up. But like that He's yeah. crying. You, you want to know what's actually really interesting about Mike Tyson's tattoo on his face? I found this out uh, from the guy who's tattooing my arm right now. I do my traditional Japanese. Uh-huh. The tattoo artist who put that face piece over his left eye trademarked it. So every time he's on TV, he gets paid. Money. Wow. I was like, dude, genius business move. Wow. Genius business move. Yeah. So every time Mike Tyson is on television... No matter what appearance he does, the guy who did his tattoo gets paid. No oh, shit. he's getting stupid money. Oh, yeah. That was oh, the smartest yeah. thing he ever... He knew yeah. he was like, hey, you know, put this on your face. Cool if I trademark that? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Fucking Tyson's just all fucked up. and like, yeah, I can't do a good Tyson voice, otherwise I'd try. You do a really good Bill Clinton voice. <laughs> hey, I'll, with, I'll your, with them tattoos and with how nice them things are, you probably got them trademarked, too. Oh, dude. I, yeah. I should. It's fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> Oh yeah, especially Japanese style. Them things are nice. Yeah, this I'm like, um, I'm six sessions in. I've got like four more to go. Wow, the fillers coming. Five hours. Yeah, colors coming. I believe the next session's uh, beginning of September. Sick. It'll be color. Yeah, that's sweet. it's gonna hurt. Yeah, <laughs> like a son of shading, a baby. Elbow, the elbow part. in the back of the yeah. arm were wild, dude. Uh, but anyways, dude, get back to you. Yeah. Um, I want to get back to your music. So you released a single in September. Yes. What's that single called? The single is called Simple Things. Simple Things. Yes. And is that available on all major platforms? All major platforms. Let's go. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And your artist name is Chan Lux, correct? Chan Lux. That's L-U-X-E. So um, to give you a little backstory. Yeah. Um, so once I had pivoted from from the music, from the sports thing to music during COVID, that was my time of like, okay, I had been working on music and I had been working on singing, but this is my time to make it professional level mm-hmm. i i know now i know like all the com- all the competition um and i know what bars i need to get towards to make some money and um so the simple things that was my first effort that was that was i did all the promo i did the production i did the every everything that went into it was all me and that was that was my testing ground that was to see where i where i stood and where i landed and everything like that and from there i had rebranded so before then i was chandler christ okay and then i i decided okay i know what this looks like i've done some testing um i i've i've seen everything so now it's time to rebrand now it's time to take it really serious and i rebranded and at that point i was starting to have some producers reach out to me I had a, a producer named um, uh, Shireen Shong. Okay. And um, she's in, in New York City. Shout out, Shireen. Um, and, What's and, up, baby? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, she reached out to me. She was like, I really dig your voice. And, um, and I, I think we can really do something with production. And um, at that point, we made a, um, my first official release as my rebranding. And um, that's called Up. 
Okay. That's available on all streaming platforms. And, um, and that was, that was my opportunity to really step into the ground and, and really, um, and really dig deep and do all the, um, I went, I went from doing, um, you know, just the recording artist thing mm-hmm. to now bringing it full circle and doing performances and, and going out and starting my, basically starting my whole groundwork for, for my true full recording artistry. Wow, dude. Yeah. How did she get a hold of your music or hear you? Did you um, send it to she her? She heard me on Instagram. Yeah. I was, okay. Yeah. So I was doing a whole bunch of promo. I was doing like some song covers and stuff. Um, you know, just basically just testing out everything. Just doing, Absolutely. doing a little bit of everything. And, and she, she heard it. She... Um, she's really, really established in the world. She she went to Berkeley and she um, she's worked with some really school of music. Uh, maybe. Yes, wrong, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's worked with some some really big artists. And and she heard my voice and she said it's really distinct. Okay. Uh, she said there's something about it that she really likes and she really wants to produce with. So, so. you you were putting stuff on Facebook. Yeah. And you put a video up of you covering like doing a cover of a song. Yeah. And she heard you. So this was on Instagram. Instagram. But, uh, she heard you yes. singing someone else's song. Exactly. Isn't it amazing the freaking reach of social media? Oh, man. It's, it's absolutely it's wild. Amazing. Oh, right? it's you can put something amazing. out on your social media, singing, doing a cover, and the next thing you know, a producer hits you up. From anywhere. I love your voice. Yeah. Yeah, from Let's anywhere. Together. From anywhere. Yeah. I've had I've had people from um from Italy hit me up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and, and I've actually done some collaborations. That was part of my groundwork is just doing as many collaborations as I could. Whoever reached out to me, I would I would always do say it. yes, huh? Always man, say yes. Nothing inappropriate like, hey, we want to work with you, but uh, send me your news. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, how big can you get me? Yeah, exactly. Hypothetically, 20 million. Very good. Ooh. Would you send them? Ooh, yeah. So, I, don't, I, don't think I, would, I don't think I would do it. So are you still working with her right now? Yeah, I still work with her. Okay. Um, I, I do I do some um I'm basically her session singing singer. So um whenever she has some projects, she'll hit me up. Um I'm like her go to guy. I, I get a quick turnover and I'm always yes. Okay. So I'm does always, she does she fly you out? Does she send send you like a waveform or whatever for you to record at home? Any both. Both um, okay. we we've had we had times when we um when she flew me out to New York City, we did some recording sessions, rehearsals and stuff. Um, but, um, but it depends on the project. It depends on how big it is. And, um, she'll usually send me a waveform and we'll work back and forth and stuff. I, uh, especially when, with my, uh, simple things, my first project of doing everything, I got a, a little bit of an understanding of how to like produce some stuff and, um, some understanding of how to send it back and forth and, you know, a little bit of understanding of that. So we're kind of seamless at that point. I got you. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So man i always i like to ask this to to musicians and artists because i grew up doing music i know what music does for me in Mm -hmm. good and bad times um so because like i said before you know you know music is the universal language where to me where where our words fail uh music excels Uh, that's where people can connect you know yeah so for you like what like What's the deep connection for you with music? Because I even heard you say like it's it's the emotions for you, right? You went through a hard time. Is that what music's done for you? Is when you were feeling down and hurt? Is that where music filled in and kind of made you feel whole, exactly. feel good again? Is that what it was for you? A hundred and ten percent. Just like you said, um, it, it connects. And um, yeah, man. Um, a- after that first song and, and being able to to pour myself out and and, and put it into a space where. Nobody was saying anything about it. It was just there. It was a it was a body of work, and um, 
Yeah, man. To be able to express myself and and also to have people recognize that, empathize with it, yeah. and be able to speak the exact same language as me, mm-hmm. just like you said. Um, yeah, man. That's that's a feeling of of um, that, you know that's that's what makes me so passionate about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's there's a second part to it. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is I love to be able to just inspire other people and and um me i was i was a really troubled kid i i went i went through some um some internal battles and and some external battles as well and um and with music to be able to express my growth mm-hmm. and maybe inspire other people to be able to learn from that yeah and in whatever form they understand whatever form that speaks to them um that's really inspiring to me a lot, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I was going to say, damn, dude, you're like fucking <laughs> inspirational cat. I was like, I don't know if it's just the sound of your voice as you're talking and saying all this. I was like, I feel, I feel what you're saying. But now, dude, yeah. that's really cool. And like, Appreciate you know, it. I'm sure just to not, not to take anything away from any step in the process because everything's tough, right? You know, you throw yourself out there. You said you started doing your promo stuff like, you know, social media like facebook instagram right right all the marketing all of a sudden this this woman picks you up right yeah and then it's just boom now you got a now you got a single out exactly. there dude like yeah. i mean like you're like a walking inspirational billboard you know <laughs> what i mean i we haven't even gotten into the the, the stuff because you, you said you got a kind of a tough upbringing and things like that yeah i mean dude like that that's fucking rad yeah you know it's like how many people like dude can't say that or how many people are like maybe afraid to take that next move and it's like you're able to do that Wow. you know it's one thing talking about it man and it's a whole another thing being able to apply it to your life that's dude that's that's some deep shit (laughs) i appreciate that you know what's funny is is like and i'm sure y'all can empathize with this is um when you when you're looking forward and when you're trying when you have a vision in your head um it's cool to hear that, but in my mind, I'm like, man, I got so much further to go, and and so so many so many more things to do, and and uh, grind for, and so that's that's kind of cool to like take a step back and listen to that, and and um you know realize the the progress that I've made thus far and stuff, you know. Yeah, when you say that, like, I, and by all means, man, I don't mean it as like you're peaked at nothing. No, you know what no, I'm saying no, it's definitely. just like it's a it's you know, and there's only one dude. You're a grinder. Let's be real here. You know what I mean? That mentality, that kind of focus, that kind of dedication. There's only there's only certain types of people that can do that. And throughout the process, you know, it's like, okay, you gained, like you did something huge, right? But I guarantee you the next day you were already thinking about what your next step was, you know? And I think that that's like, that's shared. Among, I mean, I feel like we're probably all that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and I, but sometimes it is good to hear like, you know, other people like, you know, cause it's, you know, it's good to hear that a little bit of praise, dude, like awesome, man. All right. 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 Because all that means is that you're going in the right direction. Mm. You know what I mean? All that work, all that dedication, all that time, fucking blood, sweat and tears and shit. Wow. And now all of a sudden you're like, okay, I got my first solid step forward or my wow. second or third. You know what I mean? And it's just like, all that should do is just light that fire a little bit hotter, you know, and keep, <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Keep that thing moving. Baby. Absolutely. Freight train, baby. Yeah. Just keep it rolling. A hundred percent. I appreciate that. That's, oh. that's cool. I like, yeah. Like again, not to like put you on the spot, but I always love asking someone who's, who writes music and does music. Cause, uh, growing up and doing music and writing myself for a long time, it's like, uh, you know, you try to see where music fits in for other, <clears throat> other artists, pretty much people writing, you know? 
So it's good it shit. As, as far as, um, oh, yeah, like seeing where other people stand yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people don't understand. It's hard to talk to someone who's just like, oh, I love music. Yeah. But they don't really understand writing in the tempo, the notes, Man. and why things go the way, together the way they do. Man. So it's different. When you're writing, it's like you, there's so much to worry about what you're putting out, not just musically, but lyrically. Yeah. Does, this, does it have a hook? Is someone really going to, is yeah. this going to hit them like it hit me? Yeah. Because you can write something and you think it's awesome. Oh. It's great to you. And then you wake up next morning like, this is terrible. This is shit. <laughs> this is the worst thing <laughs> so, I ever wrote. That's what stopped me in the music realm. Now, I'm not well, gifted. I can't sing. I can play the guitar, but like not you know, like uh, shredding crazy, okay. but okay. like it's a skill. Yeah, dude, I basically can cover all like the Blink One Eighty Two songs because oh, that cool, was kind of like cool. popular in my high school realm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you get the girls. <laughs> it was cool, man. It worked, yeah. you know. But yeah. it's uh, it's funny because like I tried to do like write some songs and like you know put things together. I never can ever, ever, ever get to a point where I'm like, okay, this sounds cool. It was like, anytime I listened to it, it'd be like, oh my God, dude, I suck. Uh, you yeah. know what? It's so bad. It's yeah. one of the tough parts. Um, so most, like, I've always learned that artists, people, whether you do music, art, um, spoken word, whatever it may be, you have the creative mind. And the, what, what, but the downfall to the creative mind is you're very vulnerable. You're very, yeah. you're a little bit more emotional. Say it again. So, Say it again. Yeah. yeah. It's very hard. Yeah. It's so, you know, an artist can create, but it's also very difficult for the artist to get it out because we're so critical of ourselves. Mm. When it's like, we're just like, ah, this is terrible. But then you give it to someone else and they're like, dude, this is beautiful. What are you mm. talking about? Like, yeah, no, no, yeah. I can do better. I can do better. Yeah. But that's one know. thing a song with the, the, um, you know, a creative mindset is there, it's just, they're just kind of wired a little bit different. So even yeah. like when you put out music, I can't, it's so hard because you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. Oh, you're throwing yourself <laughs> out there, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. And let me, let me tell you even more, even more expanding on that is, is when you decide that you want to make this as a career, you got to face a, a choice of, am I making this for other people? and it's coming from me or am I making this for myself and, and people can interpret it how they want. Mm. And that's a, that's a tough decision. That's, that's one of the, that's one of the things that I see in, in many great artists when they, when they talk in their interviews and, um, and I've even experienced myself is, is trying to find, there's even a balance of, of when I'm writing, there's something inside of me and in, in the way I feel that I'm going to get on a piece of paper, mm. but are they going to interpret it the same? Am right. I going to use the same words that that I'm feeling in my mind, and and are they gonna are they gonna see it the same way I do? You know, right? Well, there was a time, so I would write with a friend of mine, Justin, some other people, and I would play something on guitar that I came up with, or on a piano, and I'd be like, you know, I want you to play this on your guitar because when he plays it, I hear something different. Mm. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. It's, it's the same structure. Yeah, it's the same tempo. Yeah. It's the same notes. But because he's playing it and he's strumming maybe a little bit different, I hear and feel something different. Totally different. It's a oh. weird. I've yeah. tried to explain it to people. They're like, "What? That's weird." But you wrote it. I'm like, I know, but it's like if you're learning a song with your buddy. Like, I don't know. I kind of that's like growing up. Like I said, playing the guitar. Like I had a couple buddies that did. So it was like we'd all kind of like practice together. Cool. And uh, but we'd all play like you know play the same stuff, but it sounds different from each one of us. 
you know so it's like how like how you mentally interpret it to putting it out there and actually expressing it sometimes but that's how like i feel like that's probably how like so much shit gets (laughs) gets written right because someone comes up with a concept and then you have a tune or something like that and then you kind of work to the collaboration stuff right yes and uh yeah man um you know what's funny about that is at a certain point you can there's so much to focus on. You can focus on the words that you use, um, trigger words and, and w- using words that people find a, an immediate emotion from. And um, even intonations, um, the, the way you talk, if, if you're saying um, we are here versus we are here mm-hmm. or versus we are here, um, you know, it, it's all of it. You interpret it in a different way. And each one of us interpret it in our own way that speaks to us, especially when it's a full body. Mm. And um, there's so much to think about, man. At a certain point, um, I think every artist and everybody in general who is who is a content creator or or um, or is a creative mind, you just got to decide. I'm gonna go with it. I don't care what people think, but I just gotta go with it. I just gotta, just like the podcast, man. You just gotta figure out a way and just. Just, just start. Do, you just do just it. Just do it. I know. I'm like, I, I've, we've been asked uh, often. I'll get messages or texts from people. Hey, I want to start a podcast. Um, or there's been other podcasts that hit me up. Hey, like, how are you kind of already getting such a following and doing so well? This and that. I'm like, look, man, I, I have no, I don't know. I, I don't have the secrets. <laughs> I just know you got to go and start, but you got to also. One thing we did with this podcast too is I want to keep it open. Mm. You know, I didn't want it to be just about our like what we do for a career or just about surfing or just about singing or whatever it may be. Because you kind of, you, you pigeonhole yourself, right? How much yeah. can you really talk about playing guitar? Right. You know, how much can you really talk about surfing? Not to shit on podcasts that are doing that, but if I want to do this for 20 plus years, there ain't no way I'm talking about surfing for 20 years. It's just not going to work, dude. Yeah. You're going to hear the same shit eventually, right? Yeah. So it's like, we dove in, we started. I mean, now we got nice wooden tables and cameras, all stuff. But That's nice. before, we didn't have much, right? We worked to our strengths. So I just got a fold up table, got some microphones, already had it. I've been writing music, recording for a long time. So I had a lot of the stuff ready. You hit up, I hit up a buddy, like, hey, you're one of my good friends. <laughs> you freaking can talk to anybody like I can. Let's just figure this out and go. We don't even advertise. Wow. The only thing we have is Instagram and Facebook. And then, you know, we're getting downloaded China, Japan, Spain. UK, wow. Canada. I'm just like, all right. That's the internet. Isn't <laughs> it's it so crazy. Yeah, I'm like, all right, yeah. cool, man. crazy. Because yeah. then I started thinking, I was like, which is dumb of me, but I'm like, it's like, does it, is there like a translator app or something? You know, it's like, because there's a lot of stuff overseas that I wouldn't think like English is a predominant language there. Right. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, okay, well, I mean, shit, dude, fucking keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Especially if, you know, people have entertainment value from it. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but in this way in itself, though, this, this is art in its, in its own. We're creating something on our own, so t- I I am I have a creative mind. I've always known that, um, and I love making stuff, whether it be music, or putting together a business or a podcast. Because you connect these dots, you get one together, and then to see your end product is awesome. Yeah, right. To know it's actually getting into people's homes and they're listening to it, and they can break down your statistics, the age, and all that. And you're just like. Whoa. Or people in fucking China listening to this right yeah. now. I was like, all right, that's cool, man. Yeah. Or Australia. So for me, it's, it's the creativity that makes me really thrive in knowing, hoping that what we do and having people like yourself is inspiring people. Mm. The whole point of this podcast, you know, 
it's to celebrate the the normal person, the mm. average person. When we say average, I mean everyone thinks you need to look to, or it doesn't. Everyone, I don't say everyone thinks you do, but most people how we're raised, right, is look to professional sports players, actors, this and that. Like you want to be like, damn. And my thought is like, damn, dude, why don't you talk to your everyday like friend, neighbor, and family? Because everyone's going through some shit. Yeah, and they need to figure it out, and they're trying their best to keep this face on and go to work or the single mom and dad who's making life work for the kids because they're working a couple of jobs. To me, there's a hero just standing right there. Yeah. They're making a way. They're putting food on the table, and they're going to make their kids' lives better. And I'm like, people need to hear more of these freaking stories. Wow. People and get them out, you know? So it's kind of like the whole point. I'm like, let's just do it. Oh, but that's the, cool. I was the, It's the cliche part. It's not, it's, but it's not cliche because it's like it actually holds true, I think. It's a, it's a, it was extraordinary people or ordinary people living extraordinary lives. And I think that's that's the reality, and that hits that hammers home on all the stuff that you just said, Tim. You know yeah, what I mean? Because because yeah. when you do listen to like I listen to a ton of podcasts, but a lot one of the main ones is like, you know, who's Joe Rogan have on this week? You know what I mean? Which is rad, right. and I love it. You yeah. know, but those they're normally high profile people. You know what I mean? Right. It's like no one gets to sit there like for the rest of us. You know, and this is an opportunity to highlight whatever you're doing. Yeah. You know, because yeah. honestly, everyone's got a story. Everyone goes through shit. Everyone, you know, has the the highs and the low moments in their life. And we've been very fortunate to have a lot of people express that stuff on here. Mm. And I think it's so cool because, like, look, you know, if whatever whatever one it is, if you're just flipping through and you're like, I don't know who this person is, you click it, I guarantee you there's something to take away from it. Mm. Other than us just making silly jokes and laughing a lot. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the, I think that's the part. That's the that's the that's the grab. Right. To yeah. the listener is that we can have a conversation that sounds like we just be bullshitting and having a drink together anyway. And we'll cover a very array amount of topics. And like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's not a whole lot of things that I feel like you can get that from. So it's like yeah. it's been a really cool journey so far. So, yeah, yeah no, that's anyway. that's cool to hear the inspiration. And, and um, I'm sure it's the dynamic that you thought of is that um, somebody who's already made it may have already changed their habits and their routines and what got them there mm -hmm. versus somebody who's who's still underground and is still common oh, yeah. people because yeah. because those are that's when you want to talk to them yeah. and that's that's when you're finding out what they're doing to get to that next level absolutely um, that's the whole reason having you on here right mark yeah, appreciate mark it. came on here and told us about you but it's like you know you have your own story you were going the you know the athlete route and then it didn't work out COVID hit and now you're you know, you're an artist, you're a musician, you're writing your own music. It's like, hell yeah, get him on here. I want to, I want that guy to do well. I want to succeed. Appreciate it. Yeah, that. I'd rather see Thank someone you. who's at my level, sort of the top. That'll make me feel like if if this at all ever helps you, that's gonna make me feel good. I'm like, well, we did our part. Nah, <laughs> you know, yeah. we did our fucking part to get our boy going, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just sure. just tag us in your post every like. Once in a while. I got you. I got you. Just a simple like, yeah. shout out, dude. Hope you guys are doing good. Yeah, when I'm when I'm getting my Grammy, hey, it's it's shout out to my my, my man, my podcast, the podcast. You already know my man. You Tim. got a Grammy con, bro. Oh yeah, you got to well, speak that shit. Sure, sure. I like that. Dude. Hey, hey, for sure. My yeah. my um me me and my producer we we actually talk about it i'm like this is our timeline we're gonna go ahead and start try talking about it like it's gonna happen because we already know it's gonna happen absolutely yeah absolutely um yeah. do you have a full length album you're working on right now yes i do no way um, yeah so so actually uh, yeah yeah i'm really excited about it um what i'm what i'm a little bit more excited about is is that i'm at a place where i'm really comfortable with my music Awesome. And and I'm just I'm just creating. I'm not yeah. I'm not doing it based on like trying to fit a trend or trying to um you know trying to really make money 
um, and, and changing my techniques in that sense. Really, it's, it's just expression and speaking from emotion. And um, yeah, man, so, so I've, been, I've been just putting together a list of songs, um, you know, following, following some kind of theme that I really want going for it. And um, yeah, it, it's I can't I can't say the timeline yet because nah. I, I can't I can't drop it until people are really really yeah, thirsty man. for it. Yeah. yeah, you'll know when the time is right. Exactly. Now, you'll fucking know, dude. Yeah, you'll have that feeling of like ah, it's time to freaking go, man. Yeah, yeah. It's people people go. asking for it, I gotta drop it, dude. Hell yeah, yeah dude. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I was like honestly because I like I mean, dude, the whole world has been it's been a brutal year and a half so i feel like there's a lot to a lot to connect with people on a lot to you know a lot of emotion behind it you know what i mean a hundred percent yeah dude yeah what's been the toughest part for you as far as you know getting your new your your record going your single i mean changing from being an athlete to this like what has been what have you noticed has been the toughest part for you has it been the mental pressure or any type of mental part of it or you know coming to la thinking about moving here i mean what what's been the hardest part for you man um the internal battles a hundred and ten percent yeah that is like the the hardest part is the own battle you have within your, your yourself yeah all we're like our own worst critic and, yeah dude. it is so hard yes that's some real shit i like that yeah that's yeah good. man it's an inspiration to see um how you started the podcast and everything just just the fact that you just you're just like all right fuck it we're gonna we're gonna start it we're gonna we're gonna do it dude um, i mean what do you have to lose that's my thought yeah what, what do you have to lose yeah i mean you'll never know unless you truly try i hate living in the what if yeah and i always try to encourage people around me my friends if there's something you feel called to do I don't care if it, if it's if you feel called to be an astronaut, then look up what the requirements are and get that shit done. Yeah. If you're if you feel like you need to start a podcast, start calling around, do some research, do it. If you feel like you need to go to college, go. Yeah. You do not want to live in the what if because this life is so freaking short. Jordan and I see it every Thanks. day. I've had a brother pass away in a car accident. We we see it all the time helping people, but it's like. Life is so fragile and it's here and gone. Yeah. And everyone's so worried about what people think and their friends and how many fucking followers they have on Instagram. I don't care. How about you just go do the things that you want to do? Don't do it to impress people. Don't do it for the fucking followers. Do it because you have a passion and you want to do it. And I can almost promise you over time, it'll start working out for you. Because you have a passion for it. Amen. Not because you're doing it to be fucking cool. Exactly. Just go for it. Exactly. Okay, and there's, sorry, guys. There's let, me a, fucking, let me calm yeah. down. God no, damn. no, no. We're going we to like, keep dude. it going. We're going to keep it going. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I have a vein's coming out, bro. Yeah. So, so get up and hop your ass and you go find that fucking dog. Sexual shot. No, there's a certain point at which you got you to gotta face. Is it going to be my pride? Or is it is it going to be the loss of opportunity? Yeah. But but you know, there's a certain point where you're just like, all right, it's going to be bad. It's going. It's not going to be my best work. Right. Right. But you're. But you're. All of us. We're growing. We're learning. Who you are as an artist now is going to be completely different in two years. You're going to grow so much and have learned so much from your producer, from other artists, from listening to music on the record and be like, ah, oh, you know, I probably could have done that a little bit better. A little bit better, right? I listen back to some of these episodes. I look, I'm like, okay, yeah, we can do better here. You know what? We need to, you know, tone back on this. Maybe probably drink a little less this time. You know, but, but you Facts. learn, dude. You learn and you grow. I, I had no fucking clue what I was doing when we first started this. But Jordan and I fell into place. We clicked with each other. We ended up figuring out we're gone. We start moving on. I started contacting other podcasts. Hey, what did you guys do here? How did you do this? You know? So it's just, 
sometimes you just got the biggest part is is taking that leap of faith and yeah. jumping and just going for it and being realizing you know what it may not be my best work but it's gonna get better and I'm gonna learn as I go. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of is learn what it as is, you know. Go. Yeah. Lift right. as you climb. Yeah. 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 I think the reality is is that every step shouldn't be perfect. It mm. can't be. Otherwise, everyone would be doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's not a knock on anyone who wants to do it. I agree. You have to try. Yeah. You have to at least throw yourself out there. And that's the that's the hardest part, I think, right? Is that there are a lot of people with like super extraordinary gifts for whatever that be, whether it's artist or, you know, construction, whatever it is, you, the people have these talents, right? But if you don't do it, you're never going to know. And I agree with you. And I, I've like, I've tried to adopt that, that, that mindset for a long time, as far as don't be the person that is like, well, uh, what if this would have happened? You know what I mean? Because then you're never going to know. Whether you fall on your face or you succeed tremendously, Mm -hmm. you're never going to know. So, you know, it's like you can play the what if game. And the next thing you know, you're 60 years old and you're thinking, fuck, I was, you know, I was a good singer when I was younger. You know, what would that have turned out like? Yeah. You know, or like, I I played sports and I, you know, if I never tried after high school because I just didn't think I was good enough or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something like, I just, if, you know, anyone listening, like, put yourself out there. Get outside your comfort zone. Look, you're going to fail. You are going to fail. You should fail at not everything, some things, because that's how you grow. It's the only possible way that you can learn, you know? And by learning, you, you, that's how you perfect your whatever, you know, whatever that avenue is. You know, like you were saying, you know, you write a song, and you're like, fucking... That sounded pretty cool, but I didn't like how that sounded. Boom, you critique it. And obviously, you're going to critique yourself the hardest, you know. But then it's like, you know, you tell, show some people, and they're like, oh, dude, that was sick. You know, and you're like, okay, how can I make it better? People like this, or I like the way this sounded when I did this. And, you know, things like that, I think it's so important that, like, you know, I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what to do as far as, like, building people up in that way more, you know. But I yeah. wish everyone could hear that. And, like, you know, and that's another thing about the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Hearing everyone sick. The struggles into success, you know? Mm. So if you're out there and you're like, dude, life fucking sucks. I, every single thing I do, I lost my job, I lost my chick or whatever the case is. It's like, look, it's okay. It's all going to be okay. You know, you're dealing with, you know, addiction problems, whatever, whatever the avenue is. It's like, look, there are a lot of people exactly like in your situation. Yes. But you know what? Take that next step. Yes. Because you never know what the next day will bring. And sometimes it's a fucking gold nugget, dude. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You're like, I'm glad I didn't stay stagnant. Yes. How many, I heard this before, but it's like, how many good ideas and dreams are dead in the grave? Oh. Probably too many. Millions. Ooh. Too many. Millions. Billions. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Trillions. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean, I could say right now, like, Jan, I've I've failed quite a bit. Mm. And I've had ventures not work out, things that I've tried not go well. But there's also other things in my life where I took the risk. And one of them right now is paying out fucking huge. Mm. Huge. Love that. Yeah, yeah, big dip. Like it was a massive risk and it was a lot of money invested. Oh yeah. But it paid off. And it's always to me, I think I and mean, I Congrats. always like I always get made fun of. I really do about the things that I do. Like people made fun of Jordan and I for making this podcast. Wow. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, do you guys want to be famous? About I'm like, wow. I said, wow. No, I like talking to people. Yeah. Like, I love hanging out and talking with people. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, sometimes those like the risk of what if I fail, but it's like, no, but what if you succeed? Mm. Oh my God, the possibilities for your life could be just Endless, Endless and soaring. You just don't know. So with you taking that risk and going into music and writing and 
even coming out here and visiting and moving out to LA, like I respect it. I understand oh. what's going on. And I'll tell you what, we will support you the best that we can. We'll play your music on here whenever you want us to. Hey. Hell um, yeah, dude. We're rooting for you, man. Honestly, yeah, because dude. we, we want to see the person who's doing life next to us be successful. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I think it's huge. And, we're big on celebrating people's success, not being jealous. I yeah. hate that. God, I hate that. Dude. Yeah, like celebrate yeah. with people, dude. Because when it's your turn, you're gonna want to have people celebrate with you. You exactly lift people up. Be like, dude, I'm happy that you're succeeding. Like, great job on releasing your single. Yeah, great. I'm stoked that you're moving out to LA, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's almost like thank you so much, man. Yeah, pushing and, and, the positivity because we're living in a world just there's so much going on. Yeah, especially after pandemic and then maybe possible lockdowns again and the crazy shit overseas and it's like we need more positivity, dude. Yes, people need to be highlighted in what yeah. they're doing and success. You know, yeah. and and con congrats to that. I'm I'm I love hearing the successes of others and especially um you know I always I always try to take kind of. Um, your same mentality of like, there's something you can learn from everybody. Um, so that, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited that you're, you're having successes. On I your appreciate own as well. that, man. Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, one of, one of the, one of the, one of the biggest killers I think is when you think that you're alone, man. Oh, you know what, Chan? I, you know, God, not to get too crazy deep on here, but, um, Do I it. had this conversation with somebody who's gone through divorce and I've been through a divorce and, you know, he was breaking down hard because he was telling me, he's like, I've never felt so alone. And I remember having him come to the house and just crash and hang. And we ended up watching a comedy, mm. ordered like terrible junk food, ordered like cheesecake pie and shit. And <laughs> let me, but I'm just like, dude, I want you to come to my house. Let's just laugh and have fun. You know, I remember him telling me like, dude, after that night, I knew everything was going to be okay. Thank you so much for that. But I, I remember telling him, I do that because there was a time I didn't talk to my family for a year. I was going through a bitter divorce. It freaking sucked. And I know that feeling, a feeling like nobody has your back and you're feeling alone. It's the most empty, hopeless spot you can be in. I never, ever, ever want anyone that I know to feel that way. Mm. Because to me, where there's life, there's hope. No matter how bad it gets. You got you to gotta keep the hope alive. But we're human. We're made for community. We're made for people. So I try so hard to let the people I know and love, like, you're not alone. If you need something, call me. Because mm -hmm. I just don't, I know that feeling. And I never want to go back to that place. Because the mm -hmm. thoughts that you get, the things that dark that run through your mind, it's a terrible spot. Right. It's it's a terrible, terrible spot. And there's, I'll tell you what, there's no creativity in that. No. <laughs> there's no. nothing happening there, bro. No. So it's like, yeah. you know, when it comes to to that and supporting people, it's to me, I think it's it's very important. The people that are placed in your life are there for a reason. Now, whether you believe in afterlife or not, that's up. Uh, that's on you. Uh, I'm not a big person who goes to church at all anymore. I still have my faith, but I do think you know. I know that things that we have in this life materialize. We ain't taking it with us when we die. Mm -mm. But the people that are placed in your life, I think they're there for a reason. I think that's going to play into this next life, the afterlife, whatever it may be. Yeah. So treat it well. Yeah. Treat it with care. Let you know. You don't have to give them thousands of dollars, but just saying hi to somebody or buying them lunch. Yeah. Giving the world to someone. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I see what you know. You know what I love about that? Hmm. Is um is my my dad, he he taught me a really, really valuable lesson that can be applied to almost anything. Um, time is love. And ah. if you're if you're giving it time, whether it's good, bad, good. um, just like we were talking earlier, as long as you're as long as you're doing it, um, then that's love. And and even the fact of what you just said. 
about how if it's lunch or if it's you don't have to give money, but um, you know, sometimes even just thinking about somebody and if you just let them know that you're thinking about text. Shoot me a quick text. Yeah. Quick call. I'm big on calling people now. Yeah, oh uh, yeah. Because everyone wants to text, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just call, like, hey, you good? Yeah, yeah. That's Get that, that whole vibe. You know what I do? I told you know, I mean I'm I don't try not to air too much. I get really honest on here. Uh, especially with whiskey involved. But Fridays Honesty is good. Honesty is good. I call for me Fridays. Um, I have it in my phone. It alerts me every Friday morning at 7 a.m. It's called Brother Check. So every Friday, 7 a.m., I get Brother Check and I have a list of guys who are going through hard times. And I give them a call. Wow. I just make sure. Like I always say, I'm like, hey, it's Tim. This is Brother Check. You don't got to tell me anything you don't want to. I just want to know, are you good? Wow. That's all you got to say. And then someone will be like, yeah, I'm good. Appreciate it. But someone will be like, Dude, this fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you get all yeah, of it. And I'm yeah, I'm like, oh fuck, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> oh. but that's, but that's like uh it's it's a powerful thing though. You know what I mean? It's like it would I think it's kind of the consensus here is that spreading positivity, right? And yeah. like in a world where it's bombarded by a lot of negative shit, you know, in the last the time frame that we're dealing with has been kind of a crazy one to, to say the least. Right. Yeah. But you know, it is something that is contagious too. You know what I mean? Like being nice to people, you know, whether it's your friends or whether it's a stranger, you know, I think I've shared this on here once, but I was, I read, I read this deal about a, a guy who was talking about how he wanted to take his own life. Right. And he had, that was like the, you know, quintessential just, eating a shit sandwich left and right basically mm. you know and this guy was like i'm done you know he's gonna go jump off a bridge and he said when he was walking to the bridge you know, was kind of going through everything in his head checklist of confirming that this is what he wants to do someone was driving by and they just like there must have been a light or something because they slowed down they just stopped smiled and waved at him wow. just a random stranger wow you know what i mean wow. and he said that that's what changed his mind like not that you know what i mean like it's just like just random yeah right this person was just like hey how you doing which is crazy because like i fucking wave to everybody like that's like my thing (laughs) and like sometimes i'll do like the forrest gump wave just because i think it's funny (laughs) but you know what i mean like you know someone have you seen it before yeah i'm talking about eyes closed fucking hands up like back and forth all giddy and shit i do to people who flip me off well oh careful so you're good you're good yeah, that's hilarious, though. I do. It pisses yeah. them off yeah, more, get, though. Yeah. Dude, they get more mad. You're just like, nothing makes you more mad if you're pissed yeah. and the person looks like they're yeah. happy that you're mad at them, you know? But they're yeah, like ignorantly happy. Yeah, and I think that, you know, I mean, just to take away from that story, you know, you don't know the people that you're going to impact around you. And like, Tim, that's rad that you do that. That's I think awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. I, I try not to... I try to tell people shit like that because I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but right, it's just to me, I try to use it as an example. It's like, and I only do that because I know what I went through in my divorce. I know, and a lot of it was me overthinking things, alienating myself because with divorce, come, you know, I was raised in a strict religious home, right? It's like shame, yes. fucking despair. All this stuff goes on in your failure, right? But yes. in, and in reality, after a year of not talking to people, like, dude, we just want to make sure you're good. We don't give a shit about that. <laughs> I was like, oh uh, man, I built it up. But yeah. from that experience, it was an internal I, thing, though. Yeah, I learned. Yeah. I was like, the people that I know and love, I, I just, I never want them to feel that way. So if I know they're going through a hard time, I'm adding them to my Friday list. It's my, I just call it, bro- I call it brother check. There is one female on there that I call just to make sure she's okay. Yeah. But that's just for me. It comes up yeah. every Friday, brother check, boom, the people I need to call. So I just uh, fucking quit call. If they don't answer, I send a text. Wow. Make sure you're good. Wow. Don't explain. You don't, have to, you don't have to tell me anything you don't want to. I just want to know you're okay. Wow. See, that's, that's above and beyond. I was just talking about waving to people. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> you know what's funny is um, dude, all of it. It's great. Yeah. You know what's funny is um I, I was uh I'm huge on like especially when I was a kid, I used to watch YouTube TED Talks all the time. They're good. They're yeah. really good. They are good. And there was this guy, he was a Mongolian uh Shaolin uh monk, mm. and um he talked about their daily routine. And in their daily morning routine, they would um after waking up and, and doing a few other things like meditation, um they would have a a time when they would give or be compassionate towards others mm. and um and that reminds me of that that's really cool to hear um they they did a study on on them they had some brain scans and whatnot and were able to like measure their level of compassion that lights up in their brain versus an, a normal person and it was something crazy like they could they could light it up like way way more than anybody else but um but yeah man that's that's really cool to hear that um that that you do that cuz um there's a point of strength when you have to shift yourself from focusing on yourself to to giving back yeah and you you oh yeah you know whether it comes out of a place of um of of you being secure in yourself or whether it comes out of a place of of like seeking and and wanting to just feed off of the good energy from others yeah um it's just that time and that's yeah that's that's really inspiring it's cool i i to me i feel well i mean i skydive and do some crazy shits or other oh, stuff cool. that's pretty life-threatening but i always feel most alive when i'm doing stuff with people and seeing them happy mm. i love that dude i can't just because I, i've i felt some pretty bad despair with death in the family and some other things and uh, when you can see just just the average person the people you love smile because you did something for them to me i just dude I feel so good. Wow. So to me, it's it's a price tag. You can't you can't put money on it. You know, yeah. I've been able to make pretty good money in my lifetime. Um, and I can tell you, you know, money is great, but there ain't nothing like um, love, man. Loving on people, and it's it's not like the crazy sexual lover. I'm just talking about loving on people. I just <laughs> give them respect. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's the respect. Like, hey, how are you? You know, you good type of stuff. You know, so yeah. It, but again, it just comes with life experience. Now, Tim Fisher in his twenties, I don't give a fuck about anybody, dude. <laughs> I did my own thing, dude. But nice. you just learn with life and these lessons. And I think there comes a point in everyone's life. You have these life moments where you're like, what? What am I doing here? What? What the hell's going on? You know? Yeah. So. Karma's real, bro. Yeah. It's a real thing. Oh, yeah. And my, my younger self was pretty stupid. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. But, <laughs> no, I mean, but dude, I fucking, you know, things that you look back that like definitely shape you as you yeah. go forward. Mm. And that's it, man. I think that that's like, you know, and everyone's talking about like the life's answers, right? The answer to life is to learn. Mm. It's to learn because the only way you can better yourself is to learn, right? Whether that's through X, Y, and Z, you know? Mm. And I think that like karma, Dude, it go, goes around or comes around, but I also think like the version of karma is like feeding off of each other. Yeah, you know, like energy. Used, yeah, like his example, like because the first thing that I thought of was like surfing, right? Like I love surfing. Like, I've been surfing my whole life. I, you know, gone by myself a ton. But the best days always when you're out there with your buddies or you're out there. With, it could yeah, be yeah. two feet tall, dude. Dude, there was a day when September it was right. like. Eight years ago, I mean, this guy were out in Huntington Beach. It was just us. There wasn't a whole lot of people out, and it wasn't crazy or nothing. But I had the best time, you know. Uh, and it's because we were just vibing off each other, you uh, know what I mean. And it's just yeah. like those kind of things. Whether it's you know surfing, sports, hanging out, whatever the case is, like you surround yourself with that, and good things happen. I'm a firm believer of that. Yeah. So okay. So at what point did you shift in your 20s 
of all about me to um to doing the the checking up on the bros and oh man that's a really good question you know i hit a point in my life where at least for society wise i had done everything that society said was success right you know get a good career go to college make money have a nice car you get a home Married. you do all this stuff and this is not to like take it for granted I've been married at the time, but I remember thinking that this is it. <laughs> like, this is what everyone fucking made a big deal about, you know? And again, it sounds like a pompous thing to say, but I'm thinking I, I worked hard to achieve all the stuff that society says is supposed to be like, this is it. This is the fucking creme de la creme, right? Mm-hmm. And I get there, I'm thinking, like, so this is what everyone kind of made a big deal about? There's still fucking drama and people are asshole. I, you know, I, yeah. I had this weird realization and then I think a big proponent of it too, um, was my divorce and also my faith. Now, when I say my divorce is because, um, you know, they say getting a divorce is like a death in the family. I'll tell you what, that shit felt like my brother had died again. Mm. It's fucking brutal, dude. Really? And uh, it's not fun. I don't wish it on my worst enemy. Mm. It's not fun whatsoever. Um, but also my faith because it challenged me to not put my faith in people. Right, because you go to church growing up, and I don't go to church anymore. It's not me, but when you go to church, you have a pastor who's up front and people leading worship, and you think all this like, oh my god, they're the most holy people, right? Yeah. And when you get older, and you actually get involved, you're like, damn, you realize, man, they are fucked yeah. up. <laughs> they're worse than the people in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, so I had start realizing that you know I was I didn't want to I had to stop basing my faith off of people, and that being said, I hadn't you know I let my faith go for a long time. Um, am I like? I don't call myself a Christian. I call myself a believer. And I only say that because there are people who I've met who said they're Christians have been the biggest assholes to me. Mm. So it's just not me. I just say I'm a believer. You know, I do believe. I believe there's a creator. I have faith, all that type of stuff. Um, but I had to base it not off people. Off, uh, I had to base it off of, you know, Christ and what he's done for me and some other things that I've been through to realize, you know, he didn't promise it that life was going to be easy. And everything I've known in life... Um, I have noticed the only full, true fulfillment I got was through serving people and helping others, which is why I think I got into the career that I'm in with Jordan, the things that we do, and why, for me, I thrive off doing things for people. I thrive off having people on this podcast. I thrive when Jordan and Sam and Mark, who's over here in the corner, what's up, babe? You look good, son. What's up, Mark? Yeah. With that Lord Hill shirt on. Yes, Jesus. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I, I thrive when I see these guys happy. I've known these guys all for years. You know, I'm trying to think, what the fuck is that? What is that in my life that's deep inside of me that thrives off people that I've known for so long when I see them happy? What What is that in me when I see Jordan sad? There's a time Jordan went through a tough time with a relationship. We were both suffering. I remember there was a, a distinct time at work. He and I were both fucking in tears in our dorm room. Like, what the fuck is going on, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I had to look inside myself like, hey, what the hell is life about? What am I doing here on this planet? What is going on? You know, whether I want to believe it or not, whether you believe, whatever your religion is, I don't care if it's Buddhism, you believe in God, whatever. I don't give a shit who you love. You can love a man. You can be a man and a man, a woman and a woman. You can love a woman and another man. I don't give a shit. But the Mm. biggest thing I know that's always changed someone's life was love. Mm. Love and accepting somebody where they were at. And I'm thinking, how do I do that? How do I get to that point where I'm accepting people where they're at and I still fulfilled and I can get through this life? Because I can tell you what, it ain't money, material things, because I've had it. And I remember thinking, like, wow, it really hit me hard, like a ton of bricks. I'm like, dude, what the hell am I doing here? 
And then when I really start realizing, um, and again, this is just me and my own thing, but I'm like, well, okay, you know, church isn't four walls. It's not fucking giving my money to the church so the pastor can have a second fucking house on the beach with a couple boats. Right. If I look to the gospels back in the day, I'm not a perfect dude, but uh, he was about the people. Christ on earth, he was about loving, accepting people there, the tax collector, the whore, you know, all the down and outers, dude. He hung out with all of them. He accepted everybody for who they were. So when I changed my life into the point where, like, you know, I'm not going to judge people. I'm just going to take my friends in as they are and the people around me that I love. Mm-hmm. That's when things started changing for me because I started feeling fulfilled. And then I started having my friends. So I, we started having a deeper connection just as humans because I realized I'm not judging them. I'm accepting them, accepting them for who they are, where they're at. I, I tell them, like, look. There's consequences for your actions. You kill somebody, I'll be there on your execution day, yeah. but you're still going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. ain't going to make it. Yeah. But my thing is, like, I don't care what you do. I don't give a shit if you cheat, if you steal, whatever it fucking may be. I'm still going to love you because you're my friend. Wow. I still want to see you succeed and do well. Wow. So there's a shift in my own life where it's like, I'm just going to accept everybody where they're, at, where they're at and just love them for who they are. Let them know, like, you know, this shit sucks, but I love you. And, you know, no matter what, whoever turns your back on you, I'm still going to be that friend that's going to be with you. We'll, we'll walk through that fire together. We're going to get through this together. And those friends, they've reciprocated back to me where I've been down the dumps in the dark and walking through the fire. The next thing you know, it's not family with me. It's these people that truly said, no matter, like, who've taken that friendship to the nth degree where it's like, I love you no matter what. No matter what you walk through, I'm going to be with you. So once I started living my life that way and I started giving myself of the people, I'm not saying everybody because that would be exhausting. But everyone has, you know, specific family and friends in their life for a reason. I believe that. And so when Mark or Sam or Am are walking through the fire and they're having a hard time, I'm going to be there with them. I'm going to make sure you're okay. I want to do it because you're placed in my life for a reason. I'm going to love you for, for who you are and where you're at. And that's it. We're going to move on from here. I just want to see you happy. Wow. You know, I want to see you thriving in life. So when I see my friends succeed and doing well and I can be a part of that and help them and celebrate in their success help them through their struggles and have joy in their victory, bro, I'm, I'm at 110%. Dude. Wow. It just changed me. You know, it changed me a lot. Wow. Sorry, I just went on a huge yeah, fucking dude, I was like, I damn, that. bro, because I was going to tell you, I was like, my number was 28. <laughs> <laughs> That's when a lot of things changed for me. Uh, okay. And yeah. I, and I, oh, oh, 30 oh. for me. Yeah, I, I won't like go 30. down that. That, <laughs> that, was very, that was very well said. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, just, there was a lot of really good stuff that I, I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm really, really inspired by that, man. For real, yeah. for real, you had a lot of really. I appreciate it, man. It, it's it's a there's a point in and um you know I'm I'm 24 and there's a there's a point at which I feel like I'm starting to understand the values and philosophies that I grew up on and and I'm I'm starting to get to a place now where I can have an open mind to be able to hear that. Right, and, um, right. I got you. Yeah. So that's that's really really inspiring to hear and um. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. A lot of respect. I think what you said, because uh, I was trying to, when you asked that question, I was kind of like trying to formulate, like, how would I answer that? Like, how do you really, that's a tough question, right? Mm-hmm. Like how old are, you know, what's the age that you feel like basically that you, you know, take this level up in life? It's like 20 not, to 30. For yeah. 20 not, to 30, around those years. When I mean level up, I don't mean, and this can happen at any age. So age is irrelevant, mm-hmm. but just as far as like the learning, composing, how you address things in your life, I think like without saying it... Because this isn't a negative thing, but I feel like, at least when I was younger, I was very judgy. I used to judge people like, 
you know, like, like not in a bad way. Like I still be nice to people, you know what I mean? But like, just like, oh, you're in or you're out of my life or this, or this and this, like, I just, I don't have time for shit, you know? Definite and about everything. Yeah. Real about everything, uh, you know, maybe like too much, mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was at the point where I learned that my, and like, well, so when I say this, and there's probably a better way to say it, but like how I'm, I'm feeling is that like, my expectation level with other people, like I can't hold an expectation level to a certain extent, you know, to a certain extent, right? Mm-hmm. Like I expect people to be nice to me if I'm nice to them, but if they're right. not, it doesn't mean I don't, doesn't mean I shouldn't be nice to that person anymore. You know, now your situation is going to dictate a little differently. Yeah. But I think like the overall consensus is that like kind of like how Tim was saying, it was like, look, people, you got to do you. You know, but I'm want to be there for you if you need me or if you need someone, you know, to talk to you or what, whatever the case is, if they're going through something or just appreciating the good times, mm. you know, and I feel like it was like kind of like an introspective thing where, you know, I was always so much about like, what's my next goal? How am I going to get to that next spot? Because like I said, like I was a grinder, dude, like I had a game plan. I'm doing it. I'm doing this. Boom, 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 all the way down the list. Mm. And I wouldn't stop until I get to that next thing. And it wasn't until, you know, right around that age for me, at least was like, you know, like people are going to do that. You know, people are going to do people. You know what I mean? You do right, you, right. but you know what? It's like taking, like still having that, like, I'm not going to stop until I get what I want a mentality while appreciating everything around you at the time, you know? Cause you also don't want to be like that person, right? That it's like, dude, you bust your ass, which is dope, but you, you missed the entire ride. You know, that's why they say like life's the, it's not the end of the journey. It's the journey. Mm. You know, that is what life the is. The journey is the destination. There, the God, journey that's what it was. Destination. I was yeah. shooting. I missed. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, he, he loved it in for yeah, you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I was exactly. like, thank Bro, you. Yeah. Got you. But yeah, man. Man, we went down a real introspective life shit right now. <laughs> yeah. <then we're> not. <laughs> nah, it's cool. No, Those are fun conversations, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's all tied into the artistry, you know, especially, um, I mean, at the end of the day, I think, I think that's why um, recording artists, celebrities, um, anybody who influences a society, um, I, I think, I think that's kind of a value that you can see a trend in behind all of them is they're all saying it's not about the money. It's not about the things, the material things. Um, you use things, but you love people. Mm. Um, so no, that I think, I think that's like a really critical thing that, um, you know, it would change society, you know, like, like everything would be different if everybody had the mindset of like relationships and love instead of like, materialistic things and money and capitalism and God, that's what they push on baby yeah or shit yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well dude how you know before we kind of wrap this up dude how would you what would you describe your music are you r&b are you pop are you soul what yeah. what do you where are you yeah so i'm 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 r&b um soul okay yes um you, baby yeah yeah Hell yeah. 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 Okay. So so it's it's going it's going to make you feel that type of way. It's real raw, real genuine. Um yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Fuck yeah. And what's yeah. your Instagram handle so people can find you? Yeah. So my Instagram handle, everything handle is um Chan Lux. C H A N L U X E. Um that's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um website, everything. Hell yeah. Yeah. Chan Lux. Baby. Chan Lux. Let's go. Well, dude, my man Jordan, it's that time in the podcast. <laughs> we have some questions for you. Okay. Okay. Answer as honest as possible. And Jordan, take it away. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Check one. Keep Got tapping it. that fucking I do. Cord. I keep heading it. My bad. 
All right. So these are um, these questions are ridiculous. Okay. Okay. So we're just you know we encourage you to answer it as honest as possible, but. If you really don't want to, we can't force you to, dog. We're going to answer with you, and Sam will but as well, actually. We're all going to answer. Sam's in on it, too. So if you want us to go first and kind of gauge your uh, intensity of the answer. Tell me what you yeah. want. Do you want a nutshell answer? I don't know how deep these are. You want a yeah, nutshell? Dude. You we're, want the whole we'll, spectrum? We'll save this one for the end, which will probably be the most controversial <laughs> one. Sam's not ready. We're gonna are you ready, it? Sam? Let's go, man. I don't know, man. Come on, Let's do Sam. It. Let's do it. Sam, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Have the cameras been working out okay? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 We're getting them hardwired in in a week. Don't okay, worry. Let's do those cards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back, back to Ask the Internet. Okay. First question. Uh, we're going to, and I, I try to, you know, make these like like very light, uh, the more silly ones at the end. So, first okay. one if you had the ability to spray like a skunk, what type of smell would you want it to be? To spray like a skunk. Yeah, like that, you know, they spray that nasty shit. But, oh. but you get to choose. Like, it doesn't have to be gross. It could be anything. I know what, what I'm going to say, but I'm going to sound like such a piece of shit. You're first, bro. Oh, Go ahead, man. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, Twizzlers. Wow. Really? Yeah, you're going to want to eat it dude. up. <laughs> you don't want to eat this shit up. I love Twizzlers, <laughs> yeah. dude. I get that it. I was been like, that's good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That's the first thing that came in my mind. Maybe I shouldn't say what I was going to say then. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear yeah, it, no, please. No. <laughs> we gotta hear it. We gotta hear it. We gotta hear it. <laughs> Take that step. Take that step, baby. Damn it. <laughs> Bad pussy. Okay. That's oh. just okay. yes. Yeah. Sam knows. Oh. So you're thinking? Yeah. Listen, listen to me. Listen. Ninety-eight percent of men run. Yes. There's that one two percent who are just disgusting and like fuck whatever I'm going for it. <laughs> so you're using the ability to spray as like a deterrent. As a deterrent, correct. The Twizzlers would be like an, an attraction. I feel like I would spray See, to, I'm on, to get people away I'm on your from level, me, dude. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking scatter crowds. <laughs> <laughs> that would be effective. Yeah, that would be really it'd effective. Be, it'd be, oh, really, it'd be effective. really. You would really, know somebody's character immediately. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You'd be like, I'm. I'm fucking out of here, bro. Yeah. You guys can have it. Sam, what uh, what would you spray? I'm boring, bro. I mean, I, I, I do like this cologne. It's from uh, Artist Shaving. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, it's 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 a deep musk, and okay. that, that's my shit, bro. Does that have pheromones in it? It's it's got it's Fuck got all yeah, the pheromones, and I, I don't have to yeah. spray anything on me. I just leave the house so, and just shit everywhere and just <laughs> jump in it. Right, just jump in that, in, in that cloud, oh, and yeah. then bitches are like, "Oh my god, is that your asshole?" So, yeah, Sam, yeah it is. Sam, it's a good smell. Yes, it's a good, good smell. It's, a good yes. smell. it's uh, not yeah. like Anchorman, where he sprayed that no, no. sex panther. <laughs> sex panther. Sixty percent of the time, works every time. It works every time. Oh yeah, it's like it like comes out of the little shell, dude. It's like a baby diaper full of Thai food. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm also gonna go with the attractant, but I would pick. Uh, really? I would pick either like Cinnabon or Churros because I feel like like that's the smell you smell like at Disneyland or some shit, yes. and it always just makes you happy. Yep. You attract me. I just homie. be farting yep. happiness. You would attract me all, all around. Day. Yeah, they'd be like <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> so like, I'll, I'll let me get closer. Me. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So Chan looks Jordan and Sam. You guys would all do something to attract it to you. Yeah. Attract people to you. I would want people fucking away from me. You're just talking about fucking... I know, but I'm thinking it's a weapon. (laughs) I know, but I can see why you You picked that because it says like a skunk. Yeah, a skunk uses that to deter people away. Yeah. Okay, mine would be bear mace. 
<laughs> just be scattering crowds. Damn. No way, dude. I'm sticking with Cinnabon. I'd just be farting in my own room. Dude, like, this shit's bomb. Cinnabon's right. starving. I'm starving. Right. He's so figure good. out how to fart in his own mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so long, me, too. me too. But you, you see where I'm going with. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'd just say the grab same it. thing. Grab it, Jordan. <laughs> All right. Next, next, we'll go to the next question. Uh, it says, what's your number one karaoke song? Mm. Ooh, that says a lot about you. Ooh. Oh, it's on me, huh? Yeah. Oh, y'all gonna start it on me, huh? Yep. All right, I'm going with. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the classic. I'm gonna say um, it may not be a classic for y'all, but "Yo" by Chris Brown. Yeah. My oh, man. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I guess you say what can make me feel this way, my girl, my girl, my girl. I'm talking about my girl, my girl. Dude, that's my, that's me. I love the Temptations. Every time, okay. I get a free drink every fucking time I sing it. Yeah, but you can also sing. I'm all right. And both, I was both about to you say, guys you sound, sound nice. Right. So, I sing national anthem every now and then. We could switch spots. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so, I hope right, but I don't want to be on stage anymore. I'm so, over it. Coming yeah. from a karaoke person who doesn't sound good, but will normally go up there when I'm drunk because, you know, I'm not afraid, but yeah. I'll get after it. Uh, Metallica. I, nah, dude, fuck no. <laughs> no, it's actually been that uh, sublime so, what I got. Oh. Like, yeah, I've done that actually a handful of times. Like, like especially the bars that play like live music that you can sing with, like those are the ones that that's get, actually get after that's it. a good pick. Yeah, because you don't pick. have to really be able to sing, but just like kind of carry a little bit of a note. I'm not yeah. gonna sing, dude. Nah. I'm, not, I'm on Tim's level, dude. Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, come you can on. look it up on your phone. Like yeah. so. It doesn't sound like that. <laughs> Sam. So before before I say what I want to say, um, when Tim was you know uh, singing his with his beautiful voice, I ain't got no voice your now. face, Jordan, was so awkward. And you were like, uh, "Should I sing with him?" Or <laughs> yeah, or Sam, like, Sam, <laughs> Sam, white people shit. What do I do? What do I do? I call that white people shit. I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I may be white, but I can dance. Okay, no, so, you can dance. Uh, like, I'm, I'm not. You, you got rhythm. I'm not, I'm not even saying that, bro. I'm just saying your face was like, wait, what the fuck what are we doing <laughs> I, well you know I, it's like we haven't done that yet and right, right, I was right. thinking I was like am I too close am I far away right, right. let me just do the little high falsetto cause I get hey like, man <laughs> look I'm half black bro we'll break out in song and dance anyway you know what I'm that's saying right. my man knows yeah. dude Sam yeah, knows right, right, Sam, baby. Right, baby. let's go yeah. I like yeah. <laughs> so you don't think white people sing in their house? It's like a bunch know, of Tom man. Jones, dude, just like Carlton. Everyone's like, fucking, hey, it's nothing. You're like, mom, sweet. Where's the macaroni? You know? I was like, I happen to grow up on all the fucking doo-wop shit, dude. Oh. Day too, man. I feel oh, you. boy. Wasn't that swell, no, just, Jordan? That yeah. was real swell, hey, huh, brother? thanks, father. I appreciate that. Uh, let me get the paper for you. That's yeah. pretty good, Jordan. Yeah. I mean. Oh, no, I can do the voiceover stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, you got to say what song, dude. Oh, I'm man. I'm nervous now. Yeah, no, it's all good, man. I, so, I love. Would you like to go? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, this will be great, man. <laughs> this will be real swell, guys. man. That was pretty. That was pretty good. I, 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 I was looking at Jordan. Side. I was yeah. looking at Jordan, and it came out of a different mic. Okay, yeah. very good. Look at my half white side. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> right? I got channel it in some turn it out when you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Come, come on, there. come on, Sam. What song, bro? I, bro, uh, I love "Hypnotize." Uh, "Hypnotize" by Biggie. Um, oh, yeah, man, yeah, I love yeah, it. I'm not gonna yeah. sing it either, but I love it. 
Yeah. Whole song, every word. I thought you were going to do some little cam, dude. Yeah. So, what? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Say <laughs> 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 oh, cam. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, Tim, he always making my way fuck? downtown. <laughs> oh man! God damn it! Well, next time we go karaoke, you say, Sam, we'll get after it. Dude. Exactly, man. And then we'll we'll, we'll, we'll blow all our minds when we do crisscross jump, dude. Man, right, right. Oh, yeah, crisscross. Like, I'm in on that one too. Right, exactly. I've only done that one time though. It was tough. I was. Yeah, I should have been a little minute. sober. Right. Into that one. right. Yeah, did you really say making my way? <laughs> Lisa Loeb. God. <laughs> oh, I was just wrong with your body, but I was like, all right, we can go there. <laughs> Making my way downtown, walking <laughs> fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. Oh, we got it. I know, we you know, know the words. You know all the words. All the words. Dude, come on, we're musicians, guys. What are you oh, we got to. We, when we hear something catchy, we hear it. You know yeah, what it sounds yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. right. <laughs> God, that was yeah. hilarious. All right, oh, next, next question. <laughs> that was good, though. <laughs> All right, so if you can pick any sidekick, who would it be? Any sidekick? Yeah. No, it doesn't matter if it's a hero. Well, so the pictures on here look like heroes. So there's like Mini-Me, Robin, Chewbacca, but I think it's just saying whoever. Catwoman. Nice, yeah, dude. She's sexy. She knows how to get it done. I like the first thing you said yes. was sexy because that's the first thing I thought too. Yep. I was like, man. Yeah. She, yeah. Miss Independent, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah she I'll can open her, her own side. door too and pay for her own dinner. Exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> that is the quota from Tim. Yeah. <laughs> you, want, you want me independent? I like it. Yeah, yeah, I you like can pay it. for your own shit. Yeah. Catwoman is fully capable. <laughs> man. And probably steal all your shit, dude, because yes. Catwoman. She yeah. might. She might. Jordan. What? Come oh, on. I guess I'll answer this too. Um, let's see. Any sidekick? God, I'm trying to think of who would a sidekick be. Well, I don't know. That's tough. Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. God, you went cartoon, dude. Yeah, I'm just dude. Honest, cause I almost said I was like, well, I'd say Bodie. He said anything, so I was like, dude. I'm, I used to love Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, that was like my favorite cartoon yeah, show growing up. Paint the picture for me. I don't know it. Oh, that might God. have been pre your time, dude. This is like yeah. old school Nickelodeon shit. Uh, like, do you, did you ever watch Rugrats? Or was I that watched on? Rugrats. Okay, yeah. so it was like that time period, but it was like the late night cartoon show on Nickelodeon because uh, it was like kind of like how like edgy. how like Family Guy is now or something. But at that time, it was kind of maybe more in that uh, that realm. But yeah, okay. that sh shit was pretty solid. Okay. <laughs> Almost like a Rick and Morty kind of thing. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. They, had, they had a whole episode okay. where they went to hell. Dude. Oh, oh okay. okay. Right, I want to oh, change yeah. my oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going to change my answer, dude. I would, I'd want it to be Rick. Because I feel like that was like like the craziest adventures yes. ever, dude. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Just be like, poof, time warp, you know, where everyone's got tits on their face. Very good. Sam? Bro, um, it, we were going back, you know, back in the time with these cartoons. Um, I saw Static Shock the other day, bro. Ooh. Remember yeah, that shit, dude? Oh, you what? seen that shit? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that dude. shit was dope, man. Dude, you yeah. pulled that. That's that's old school, right? That's old, it's on that's HBO really Max. Yeah, it came is out. It really? Yeah, man. Dude, I saw it the other day. I was like, this shit is dope. Yeah, it was on every <laughs> Saturday, bro. I right. was into that shit. Right, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like that. Do you guys remember the show? Hey, dude. Oh yeah, hey, hey dude. dude. <laughs> you guys that? Okay, how about Pete and Pete? 
Oh, you're going Nickelodeon nostalgia back, yeah. right now. Pete, yeah. Pete, remember Pete? Salute yeah, your shorts. Oh, salute your yeah. shorts, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> okay, okay. So we, all right, we're, in a, we're in good company. Those are legit. Okay. Last right, one. What so you last got? Last question. Um, this is the good one. This is Wait, good Tim, one, did you right? answer yeah, that question? This was kind of the juicier yeah. one. Okay, yeah. just making sure. Rocco's okay. modern life. Oh, Rocco. yeah, dope. Rocco, Rocco for sure. Hell yeah, babe. Uh, I don't know if you're going to want to answer this one. Which celebrity would you most want to see in a sex tape? Whoa. Oh. Well, we could probably change that a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Mine would be William Defoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait, William Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> I can vote with it. I can vote with it. So William Defoe. <laughs> I just picked a silly one. No, I like that one. I mean, or Keanu. Like, I can roll with it. <gasps> I can roll. <gasps> I can roll with it. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I love Keanu Reeves. See, well, so, it does seem right. like to get somewhere, it seems like a sex tape is like the way to go. It definitely Maybe helps I'm some wrong. people. I don't know what I want to see I'm mine. Wrong. It'd be a, a lot of fucking wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you run 36 miles, but you're wheezing right now. <laughs> right? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. You, you do it all, though. Yeah, yeah. 30 you, seconds with Tim Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> that could be your OnlyFans handle. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, why are you so good at picking OnlyFans handles, bro? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, you do that shit last time. Some people have knacks for things. Yeah. That would be my knack. I like that. I can do uh, wordplay, catchphrases, yeah. things like that. Super quick. Yeah, you know. I like it, dude. No big deal. But one more. Let's one more one. skill. Okay, this will just be fun. Could you beat Tom Cruise in a fight? Yes. 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 Everybody's here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel Absolutely. pretty confident with that. That short son of a bitch. Yeah. Is he still in Scientology? Yes. Yeah. The leader of it. <laughs> the, leader the leader of, of it, it, dude. <laughs> no, no, bullshit. He's like, he's like the number one dude outside of the very head guy. He's like... How long know. is that going to last for? Because their numbers for the last I looked were way oh, down. down. Yeah. But they own a shit ton of property. I was going to say... it. Well, I mean, okay, we don't have to go too crazy into it. But one of their things, just like some other religions, is they are tax-exempt. So, you know, they have a ton of high-profile people. They made a lot of smart investment stuff. And all the money that they make is not taxed. Untaxed. Right? So uh, I'm pretty sure that you can figure out how to sustain something. Even though I I agree there's a lot of – it's not as popular, right? You're not hearing about it as much. And especially after the – was it Lena Remy? Came out with the going yeah, clear or something yeah. like that, where basically she was going clear as a documentary about Scientology. It's and really like, good. It, yeah, it's, if you got time okay. and just you know, not saying for it or against it, but it definitely it, it would open your eyes to something if you don't oh, know okay. a whole lot about it. Oh, okay. And uh, but yeah, as for Tom Cruise, I'd fucking he'd wreck him. He'd wreck him, dude. Yeah, dude got yeah. no chance. <laughs> yeah. Although it'd be weird getting you know, in a fight with Tom Cruise. I'd be yeah. like, why is this happening? What is the scenario? <laughs> That happened. Mission where I'm Impossible like, too. I'm gonna sock this fool in the face, that and I fucking love Tom. He he's he know how much like stem shell and other shit he's doing to keep himself looking the way he does. He's in his fifties, dude. Yeah. Did you ever see the actor from <clears throat> Top Gun, the the main female actress, when he was like Top Gun back in the day? Oh yeah, yeah. She is wickedly old. Not yeah. to sound like a dick. Oh, I saw- yeah, and then you see him, you're like, person. holy shit, yeah. it's night and day, dude. Weren't they making a second and they wouldn't take her because she was too old? I don't know if they, it's because of that, but I know they passed up on her. Uh-huh. What I want to think is yes. Yeah. But maybe I don't know the real answer to that. Yeah. But I will say this, outside of 
talking about beating up Tom Cruise because I wouldn't want to do it other than if obviously we had to, right? Per the question. Because I really like all the movies that he's in. I really do. They're fun, you know. But the new Top Gun movie looks fucking sick, dude. It looks dude. crazy, yeah. I watched this whole thing on it where, like, all the actors and stuff, they took them up in the plane. They were pulling, like, G-forces, and they, they were getting, like, the actual film from them being in those positions, which I'm only assuming is crazy, you know. So they had to, like, yeah. kind of do the acting thing where they're actually kind of really doing it. It's not just CGI. Oh, I think yeah. That's pretty, I think that's pretty cool. It's legit. Yeah. yeah. It's going to come out, I think, around Christmas, right, this year? But they keep pushing it back. It was supposed to be the beginning of the year. It's because the pandemic, dude. Was, yeah. They want the big release, so it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I won't be on HBO Max probably, but whatever. Uh, but Chan Lux, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, dude, you are welcome here anytime. Welcome to L.A. Hey. I hope yeah. you have found a place to live. Um, we wish you nothing but the best. And, dude, we got your back. If you need anything or you want to come back on for whatever reason, let us know. Dude, we'll always make a spot for you. Thank you, man. Thank Absolutely. you. Man. I, really I, I respect you, anyone who's got the courage to come out here and go after what they want to, man. Yeah, thank yeah. you. So, thank you. Thank you. And, and and even even from this podcast, I've I've learned a lot. Um, it was cool learning about all all of y'all and and especially um just just taking a a little piece of information and and um yeah I'm I'm it's a pleasure, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. dude, it really cool to get to talk to you and like perspective stuff. I know we got super deep for a little while, but love it. Uh, no, which is awesome. You know, I just think that like, you're seriously like very ins- inspirational in what you're doing and not, not to boast you up too much more. You know what I mean? But like, don't forget that. Don't forget the drive. Don't forget, you know, it's like appreciate the time that you got and use that to apply moving forward. And I think like through the music, you know, obviously it's going to connect with people and, you know, learn something about you, learn something about themselves. I think what you're doing is fucking rad, dude. And obviously wish you nothing but the best and it'd be sick to come back on here, you know, time from now to see how it's going, dude, you know, yeah. talking about it. Get a personal it. assistant yeah, pulling up in a room. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. No, yeah. like, not even a question. Is there a, is there a LZ to land the helicopter? Uh, no. Are we allowed yeah. to talk to him anymore? Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, can we make eye contact? Oh, no, that, that's that right? already going to be there. That's already going to be there. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah, can you look into this camera, give your Instagram handle, your single, your music, whatever you want to, and end it with a let's go sure um so my name is chan lux i'm from charlotte north carolina recording artist i had a a recent release called up it's on all streaming platforms and uh let's go (laughs) i love it yeah all right bye everybody yeah peace And that's it. Thank you for listening in, everybody. I'd like to thank our sound engineer who makes this podcast happen and makes us sound very good, Stephen Clark. And to our first sponsor, 8-9 Barbers. Look good, feel good, be great. Come get your haircut at two locations, Long Beach and in Orange, California. Your appointment can be booked at 8-9Barbers.com. That is E-I-G-H-T-N-I-N-E-B-A-B, excuse me, B-A-R-B-R-E-R-S. 8-9Barbers.com. Again, look good, feel good, be great. Check it out. It's my barber. He is the man. Thanks, everybody. Bye.